Hi guys, just a quick one. Sadly wasn't all able to get to record the episode this time, so this show is a bit all over the place because the first one I've recorded with Kyle, the second one is recorded with Matt. So there's probably a lot of repetition, which I can only apologise, but but world life has sadly intervened and stopped us recording altogether. Hopefully in the future episodes we should all be able to jump on at the same time and we're trying to push this out quite quickly rather than waiting for the others to jump on because we've got a special show for the next next one which we're recording very soon so like I said sorry we haven't been able to get uh, Pete or Rick's take but hopefully they should be able to join us soon and they can give us a feed their own feedback cheers guys Hello and welcome to the Night Errant Podcast. Tonight, uh, today even, because it's not night time here, we have myself and Kyle with us. How's it going, Kyle? What's up? I'm doing great. So, uh, what have you been up to in the hobby? Uh, Well, it's been a while since (laughs) we recorded, uh, but I have, uh, I was getting some vacation time in there, so I haven't been doing too crazy much um uh, my word bear army is almost done so i'm actually basing up 10 um i always forget what the damn called the uh the guys who burn the books uh jump infantry ashen circle ashen sir i always call my little nazis because they're burning books all the time but um yeah, so I'm almost done with those Ashen Circle, and so with that army, all I have is two box dreadnoughts left and nine drop pods, and it's over like four thousand points, five thousand points. I, I think the Ashen Circle definitely in my top five of models in the Heresy. Absolutely, when they come out, I absolutely loved them. I think well, I'm gonna have to send cool pics because I, I, yeah, I augmented them though. I so I don't know if it was what I got from Forge World or what in their older models, but I was not happy with the jump packs that they had, just where their the connection point was, and uh, I, I just wasn't feeling it. So I I had a bunch of plastic Mark IV jump packs, and so I put them in Mark IV jump packs, mm-hmm. and then it kind of met it matches the. Uh, that one dude at the very beginning when we were kind of doing this challenge where I'm like, I have a guy with a jump pack and I don't know why. So now he can go with him and it will kind of match up uh, aesthetically. But yeah, I wasn't because I bought those things like years ago and I just was not happy with the kind of where the connection point was and they just weren't looking as good in my opinion. So did a little backpack swatch, a swap and then what I'll do is I'll when they're done in base, I'll throw a picture up on the Discord uh, forum. And then uh, I sold, I don't know if I even talked about it, I sold my Adeptus Titanicus Mortis Legion that I had done. So I had like five Reavers, five Warhounds, two Warlords, and a Warbringer. And I painted it like half with brush and half with airbrush. So I would sit there, I was just like, uh, it just does, it looks off, right, as a collection. Like I would say, like it just, 
I wasn't liking it. So I sold it to a local guy here. Um, I mean, it looked nice. It's just, I, maybe it's like the, I don't want to say artist to be pretentious like that, but just, I wasn't liking how it was looking and I wanted to do a little bit more stuff with the bases and things like that. So I sold that. And then I have, I just finished up the bases for my new Legion mortis. I've built three reavers, two warlords, four warhounds for that but i'm waiting on arms and stuff that i'm trying to buy from forge world which they've been out forever um but i'm gonna work on them and then i'm also doing a good legio which i haven't picked yet for um adeptus titanicus which i've been building i built like a Warbringer. oh i also bought that uh war master kit for legion uh mortis that kit is awesome absolutely awesome it's like a Tamiya kit, though. There is literally like 1,500 pieces on the thing, but I had a blast. It took me a couple of days to build it, uh, you know, kind of building it here and there. It was awesome. It was fun to build. Um, but then when I said after, like, so it was a great build. It was awesome. I highly re- recommend the kit if it's in stock. Um, even if you have one of them, it was I had a total blast building it. Um, and then I'm trying to decide what my next, so I'm building a good guy Legio as well. Um, but I don't know which Legio I'm going to do. So I haven't picked one yet. Um, and then once I finish the word bearers, which I have, um, Logar nine drop pods and then two box dreads to finish. I'm going to take a break from painting miniatures a little bit. Um, you know, as far as like a 30k army, um, and concentrate on terrain because I have, I don't know, like six or seven buildings for 40k slash 30k that I need to complete, and then I have enough tiles to do a four by six table that I need to do and get those done. Uh, the plastic tiles for like neck and stuff like that, and then I have all the walls and stuff so. Um, I need to start hammering that stuff out. While I'm doing that, I'm going to be painting a Titan here or there so I can get my force up and done. Uh, but that's about it. That's all I've really been doing. Mm. Well, how about, how it's about always you? inspirational how much you actually get painted. Uh, I always feel quite ashamed if, when we speak and then you tell me how much you've painted and I'm I'm looking at one model which I probably haven't finished. Oh. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, it, it's been two weeks, three weeks. I haven't really hobbied at all. Uh, I mean, we were on vacation for a week and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, I kept it pretty, pretty loose as far as hobby. I only really started hobbying again last night, um, in kind of anticipation of doing the show and stuff, but I, I've been kind of loose on my, uh, on my targets but i'm also like i'm way ahead in that thing that we were doing right so yep. it's like i've got you know yeah i'm what I'm i my, worked i worked in a break i'm well behind so don't worry about that did you find the vacation motivated you more fired you up oh no it's the vacation was just fucking amazing freaking amazing <laughs> sorry i don't want to drop in the bond. it was just with everything this last year with covid and i know some people obviously had it you know worse than we did and and you know obviously they had family members pass but it was just nice to get out and like go somewhere so we went to mexico 
Um, I don't know if you guys have it here, but we have, it's all inclusive. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, my wife and I, like, I literally am not going to drink for a month. <laughs> we drank nonstop for five days and I have not had a sip of alcohol since I've been back and we've been back since Monday. So now it's a Sunday. So almost a week. I haven't had a, like not even a desire to drink and usually I have a beer or you know, have a glass of wine or something. I just, we were hitting it hard because we had no kids. This was like the first time, no kids in like seven years where it's just my wife and I, and we were the kids and no one was like in charge of us. So we were a little out of hand. We were, well, we were a lot of bit out of hand. Um, and, uh, it was just good to like reset and I don't know if there's ever going to be like a normal, right? Quote unquote, but it was nice to kind of feel like that, um, for a little bit. Um, so it was just, it was like rejuvenating for everything, like for my hobby, for chicken soup for my soul. Right. Like, you know, just to get out and, and be around other people. And, you know, my wife and I are vaccinated and, you know, so it was, it was good to be out and, kind of have it the olden ways if that makes sense so uh, obviously like I said earlier my wife's in Japan so I'm basically a single guy living and the first day she went and I had to cook for myself I just looked at the cook and thought I can't I don't know what, I don't know how you work there's so many different <laughs> settings on it I mean I for about four days I was eating undercooked chips because I kept putting you on the wrong setting it's only where my wife rang me and she says no no just put you on that setting she's, she said I says but the instruction manual says you should have you on she says no ignore that go for this setting so now I finally started cooking things properly you know there you go. I, I was so close to giving myself uh, food poisoning with chicken and stuff I'm <laughs> I'm just an awful cook I'm an absolutely awful cook there's a few things I can make and I'm decent to them anything else I'm just an awful cook but you don't want to eat those three or four things for oh I don't <laughs> know five weeks so, yeah. so I'll make a so I'll make I love having chili and stuff so I'll make a chili but I'm making such a big vat they literally lasts me the whole week so it's a, a week I'll just have chili every single day and then yeah. uh, but I mean I went to Pete's yesterday and she, his wife made us a salad and uh, oh, it was fantastic because I thought it's been so long since I've actually brought vegetables because I always find with buying things like that, they're normally made for two people. When it's just yourself, you think, right. I can't eat all that. I mean, I'm, Well, that's a tough investment. Like how big do you make a meal when it's only one of you? Yeah. Uh, right. He's finding, finding recipes where it was just for one person. And so, uh, the one the one day I'd been looking forward to I found this recipe I went and brought all the uh, ingredients and I'd been looking forward to it a few, for a few days because it looked really exciting I forgot to get the chicken out of the freezer didn't I so <laughs> I, I went to do it and I was like I'd already half started it and I was I looked at it and I was like well I put the chicken I thought oh you twat I forgot to get the chicken out of the freezer <laughs> Oh, that's the, that's the biggest. Yeah. Well, because I, I work from home, 
right? And it's the same thing. Like, I was never a great cook, but over the last year and a half of COVID, I, I got pretty decent because I was always home. My wife, I had she's a principal, so she had to go into work, right? So it's like, well, I'm already here, so I should start dinner and stuff like that. So, oh, there's many times where I was like, okay, I got every damn it <laughs> like where's the chicken you know just like i was here in the house all day at least if you're going off to work or something you're like oh i forgot to pull it out before i went to work i'm like i've been here all day and forgot it so i, I completely understand it's it's not a good feeling no. right, when you when you go through that i mean uh, it's it's different from when i was single before because i had dogs as well so if you I don't know, got sausages or something out to def- defrost. The dog just used to eat them. I'd come, I'd come downstairs mm-hmm. or something, and you'd find a cellophane wrapper on the floor. And I'd be thinking, where's that come from? And I'd walk in, and the sausages or something had gone. I'd be like, you love shit. And there's no stop. He, he always knew he'd been bad, but he was six. He's six foot of pure muscle. He was so he, he, he didn't give yeah. a flying fuck. He's like, I know I've been bad, but he was worth it. So yeah, anyway. he sits there just going, uh, uh, you know, like big belly, yeah. just roll on the ground. As soon as you pick up the cellophane, he's like, oh, he's already spotted it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so anyway, that's that's going quite off subject of uh, heresy. So I've I've painted a sicaron virtually. Uh, that's pretty much all done. I've just got to do some pin washies. Uh, put some transfers on but I'm not far off completing my Omega tank which I want to get I'll probably get them and probably the Punisher all to the I've already varnished this uh, Sikoran but I want to get them all varnished and then do them as a free just doing all the transfers and pin washes you know get them all just done because I sometimes find with pin washes that it's I find you use them and then you kind of waste some because it's uh, you don't have I always pour too much than what I need and I it always just waste that bit so I thought I'll, I'll get them in freeze and then I can just do it all in one uh, bunch really so do you do you ever use uh, when you do it? Are you pouring it out of the bottle for that? Yes. Uh, so I've brought, I believe, okay, I can't remember which one. I've either brought AK uh, pin washes or, or or ammo. I can't remember which one I actually yeah. selected because I I've been looking at both of them and I weren't sure which one to go for. So I brought one of them and I I've got like these little metal uh, cups that you buy off Amazon yep. for £7 or something like that for 10 so I'll just pour them in there although I did and then I can't be asked cleaning them although I did see someone on a, a video that he just put tin foil in his cup and I thought that's brilliant I'll just throw the tin foil away afterwards so I yeah, might so start doing that I was going to say I don't know if you have them in the UK or which figure you do have them so I used to do the same thing and then I kind of same thing like oh my gosh like that's a lot I have left over um, I watched a video and like maybe Race for Terra uh, you can get these little like plastic disposable like pipettes 
also like they're like little like um like little basters like the little turkey basters so you can just you'll you squeeze the top and it will suck up as much as you need and then you drop it in there so you're like saving some yeah instead of pouring it I'll, so i i mean they're like nothing for like a hundred of them yeah we oh yeah i've got some of them to be honest and i just when i do it i just never think of using them kind of things to be honest right uh but to be fair what i normally do is i just pour pour what i can back into the uh bottle and then you say okay. you know it's not too much that gets wasted but yeah so it, it's been nice to have i mean that sicker and I was speaking to my mate, and I thought I probably bought it a year after it got released, but he's determined. <laughs> after it came out. Yeah, he's saying, no, you brought it straight away. He says, because me and you brought it. I was like, oh, shit. You know, how long is that model just been sat in storage, you know, not seeing any love or anything? So it's nice to get, get on the tabletop. I'm, I'm pleased with how it looks. I, I, I do like how it's turned out. Uh the only problem is it's not it's not a bad unit I think it's a very good unit I just don't see myself using it very often which is I think it's a shame but it's gone on to me thinking about making a new list of just cheap units so saying everything I want in an army being under 200 points or you know, every well, no, probably not even that. Maybe even 150 points. Maybe the sicker and can jump in that because it's only just slightly over. And just seeing how much stuff you can get on a battlefield, uh, make it just insane because there's some great units, they're fairly cheap, yeah. like the Scorpius for 115 points. What that can do is just brilliant. So that's what. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's a it's it's a great unit. I mean, it's a great looking model, and it's one of those things like it took a while, but I mean, how good are they looking, right? Oh yeah, I I come when they got released. I think that was a big wow factor for the Heresy, really, wasn't it? Because it was just so different from anything else Forty K had, which we all know that's where it's come from. So. It was just, it was basically the first model that went, this is heresy. I still think it's one of the best looking models to date. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. Uh, sorry if I was muted on there for a second for some reason. <laughs> but uh, the, I think I was at Games Day, the last Games Day here in the US, so 2013-ish, and they were showing that model off. I think that's what it was. And it's it's an awesome model. I love them. I have a lot of them, but I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't use them for as much. I, if that makes sense, or use them as in, in as many games. Do you think you'd use them more if they if you could have them as a squadron? <sighs> Maybe um, for the Punisher, sure. Like if I could put like a squad of two. Um, cause I think they're like in that weird area that if you squadron three of them, it gets pretty pricey and then you're well, squadron them is cool to, for choices. It also, if you play squadron, it could be 
very disadvantageous real quick because when you start spreading hits through the unit and stuff like that, um, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I don't think it's game breaking. So right? and I could see, but I don't think I would run three. I'd probably run two is probably the most. So, uh, what I should have said is I've, well, just before, uh, my wife went to Japan, we obviously had to get COVID tests. And her COVID test was at East Midlands Airport. So, for those who don't know, that's not far from Warhammer World. So, we went there, and it was the very first day, the Warhammer World, and the government says, you know, you can go and have meals now. So, Warhammer World says, Bugman's is open. So, she says, well, because you have to go there, get your test, and then you have to wait an hour or so for your results so her and my daughter went got tested and then we went to Bugman's which we walked into obviously the Forge Road store and uh, I I said to the guy I says look I said I says I'm really interested in the deal that you've had on the web store I says but you can't currently gay I says I says I'm not expecting you to do because I've asked about deals on online before and they normally they said no. I don't know why this is. Oh no, we can't do that. It's web store out, mm-hmm. which I've always thought was stupid. I said, I said it's the Sikoran one where I says there's four Sikorans for three hundred pounds. I says if you can do that, I says I'll buy him. I says if you can't, I says it's no problem. So he went off. And he come back and went, yeah, yeah, we, we can do that, no problem. I was like, oh, bloody hell, brilliant. Although, at, at the same time, thinking, how am I going to disguise four Sikorans now with the wife? No chance. Yeah, so no uh, chance. we started going through. He picked up an Omega. I was like, brilliant. Uh, the, then he picked up the Punisher. Then he picked up the Arcus. And he come to the Sikoran. He went, ah, oh, we can't do it. He says, we haven't got a Sikoran. I says, well, I says, I'll be honest, mate. I says, I've just painted one. I says, so I don't really want another one. I says, I don't mind swapping it. He went, well, how about Veneta? I says, oh. I says, I'll be honest, I've already got one of them. I'm just pa- going to start painting. I says, can I have one of the other ones? He went, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, I want a second Punisher. Uh, and he looked around and he says, you've had the only Omega. He says, so you can't have that. He says, so it's either the Arcus or the Punisher. And I said, you're doing me a massive favour, mate. I'm not going to decide. I'll let you pick. Thinking, I want the Punisher. But because there was only one Punisher left after what I had, but two uh, Arcuses, he says, I'll give you the se- uh, a se- second Arcus. I was like, well, yeah, brilliant. Thinking, everyone is just going to go, you cheesy bastard. <laughs> so, uh, the Arcus is good. Well, the pun- I mean... The chassis overall is a good chassis, right? There's, I know some people like the Omega get a little saying it's not as good, but I don't think it's horrible. Well, I mean, me and Pete played a game uh, the other day, and I'd have loved to have the Omega for the amount of Terminators Pete had. So, I mean, yes, you could. I think it's a big argument because. I think the Arcus would be interesting if he didn't have the standard 
missiles as standard if they was say if it was a whirlwind missiles and then them his standards ones were upgraded i think it might be a bit different and at the same time i do believe they shouldn't have them missiles in the first place you probably should have what the scorpius missiles had yeah so you know, it's still strength eight. So like a, like a, like a largest Scorpius. Yeah, like a largest Scorpius. Type. Yeah, I, that's what okay. I think it, it should have been. But yeah, I'm sure everyone, most people who run them will be saying, no, no, it's absolutely fantastic for what he switched. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I just, even if he said that the them missiles were 15 points, but you got the whirlwind ones free. I think firing two whirlwinds blast isn't too too bad. I just think they should make the whirlwinds missile a little bit better. I I mean that's one of my debates I've always had. I, gosh, maybe going all the way back to third edition, it's just it's just like it's you need more mm. right from it. Like you know what I always thought would be simple. You keep the same strengths. Right, and you just throw down two templates. Yeah. Right. So you just throw it. So one fires two templates. So if you take the squadron of three, two or three, you know, then you're having that availability to throw down potentially six templates. I mean, there's a few rules you could give it that just makes it. It just ignores cover. So get rid of that one one missile. Because I'd never even see anyone launch the incendiary that. round or whatever it yeah, is. Just get rid of that. Give the other one pinning and ignores cover. And even if you just give it shred, I think that straight away becomes, you know, a usable missile. Because you, strength five, so you're wounding on three. So with shred, you get, you know, your little re-rolls. I think it could be quite decent then. Or just, to, like you say, two shots. Yeah, because then you could figure because you could do barrage, so you roll it off of the one, yeah. or and maybe they just shoot two, whatever is easiest. Um, but you can throw that down, and because they're so cheap, <laughs> like they're what seventy five points. Yeah, I, is that? I've been. I'll be honest. I've been looking at running a unit of three, and when someone puts a uh, Primark down, just using barrage. Three, yeah. three squads of them just straight on the Primark are just saying right all the wounds are on the Primark you go do your lookouts there because you'll be wounding the squad so you know the Primark doesn't get his high toughness but then you get mm-hmm. you know you, you're basically sniping him out with three whirlwinds which I think is quite quite a nice little tactic that I've thought about running a few times it's just the heavy slot's always been my favourite and I've always got a lot of things I want to run in the heavy slot that's how, that's how they get us every time right yeah. <laughs> like look at all these great choices well but the good thing is, is you can you squatter them so I mean you can take three for one choice <clears throat> that's why I think when people kind of lament about the Scorpions they're like oh it's so cheap I mean in comparison it's dang near double uh, you know a whirlwind but the payload is a lot better right yeah. so I mean, I mean that's the one thing it's like if, if and I can see kind of where they were with the design they're like well it's 115 and a regular Scorpio or a regular whirlwind 75 that seems about fair right 
but the payload of, of the missiles is vastly different um, and, and more than makes up for that point. The Scorpius is a good uh, armoured tank as well. It's as armoured as a Predator, which I've always found slightly mm-hmm. weird. But, I mean, that armour 13s makes a massive difference compared to the uh, Whirlwind. I think the Whirlwind should... Maybe they should look around and just think, well, let's upgrade it to armour 12. So, just, you know, that little bit better than a, a Rhino. Mm-hmm. That maybe makes it... Well, but I think there's loads of niggling things that they can use. I just think it's such a shame because the Whirlwind's has been a classic model for so many years and you don't see them anywhere you've not and you have not seen them for so many years i mean the whirlwind's always been one of my favorite uh models that's my first main battle tank i ever bought yeah ever when i was a kid and then i didn't read the instructions properly oh so we're talking second edition i bought that bad boy when it came out for a whopping like i think it was like 23 dollars <laughs> when it came out uh but I put the because I was like, oh, I want the missiles firing up, and I put that thing. So the old Rhino kit, I put it like the missiles were arched up, and it's literally like the whirlwind would rock up, <laughs> right? So it was off the ground because it's so heavy in the back. And I'm like, what did I do? So I had to like break. I like I didn't paint it or anything, but I had to break because this is the old Crayola launchers, the the metal one, the Peters one, and then I brought it down a little bit, and it like sat flat. But I was like, I wanted it to make it look, you know, like all thematic, like it's just launching missiles up into the sky. Um, but I went a little too crazy and it was just like popping a wheelie, like driving around. So, um, you know, it's, I've always, that's why it's like, I used to run them all the time, um, you know, less and less from third edition. Uh, and then I think with Apocalypse, they did like a cool thing, like the speeder could scout for them and do some cool stuff like that. And you would, you know, have a, a battery of them, but. I just feel like it's always needed just a little like nothing obviously to break it but just like a little extra needed more like crunch or grit to it and it just doesn't what about because you're saying about it being your first tank it was actually my first tank as well uh back in seconds but my uh brother my brother brought it and i mean i only had paper around when he saw it i didn't earn a lot whereas my brother was working but I always liked the Razorback. I, I oh, love yeah. the Whirlwind as well, but he he brought the Whirlwinds and then decided he was going to do Eldar, so sold the Whirlwind to me, so he was actually my first one as well. Uh, but what about if you could give, you know, the Master of Signals, if he could take Whirlwinds without a slot? That'd be cool. I mean... In the game, while I think it's like I wouldn't have a problem with that because I don't think the vehicle is game breaking. That makes sense. Like yeah. if you got if he got a, like if he if you take him, you have the option of buying one whirlwind, right? Or even a squadron of whirlwinds. I don't think it's that game breaking, and honestly, that would sell more models. But it goes back into for me. I wouldn't have a problem with that because it's also a plastic model that people can buy yeah and still use it to the game i uh, i just i like units that open up other units i've always liked that 
uh, that rule kind of thing. So I like when your Primark can open up certain uh, things as troops, or I've just thought it's very. Uh, I just like how he plays. I like the difference. Sometimes you can tailor a list to be, you know, if you're a master of signals, you can just make a real good artillery uh, force. So, yeah, or you do, or you, kind of like what you're saying is with. Um, I mean, Iron Warriors like, must yeah. love it if that would love that, right? One. Which would fit. Mm-hmm. So, but For sure. Um, yeah, so anyway, so I've got two Arcuses, so uh, that was quite good. I mean, it was a good job. So you're, making, so you're making friends. Yeah, well, one's going to go to the Raven Guard and one will be Blood Angels. I, there's no way I'm running two. I, I, don't, I don't generally like running the same style units so to speak certain units are okay but something like tanks I don't want to run the same style it's just a bit it's a bit boring yeah yeah you don't want to cut and paste yeah it's the only one that I'm interested in is free fire raptors and that's purely because of the uh, vengeful spirit where Medusa uh, tries to kill Horus with free ven- uh, fire raptors and that's seen it's probably one of my favourite scenes in the Heresy. So that's I've always wanted. More Tarian's thro- throwing his uh, scythe around. And yeah, and that climbing you, on top. I'm just thinking, you're in Jeff Fighters. Why are you so close to the ground? Just pull up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like, are you are you trying to really, really make sure? Like, I'm pretty sure it's the 31st millennium you probably have some targeting arrays or something yeah. where you don't have to be, you know, cause you think of like AC was AC 10 or AC, whatever, whatever the big ones where they're just, they shoot down from way up sky, you know, like you're shooting like 20 millimeter cannons and stuff. And I'm just like, why that was the same thing as like, you're zooming close. Like, why are you that close for them? Yeah. I to like basically board you. I always think it, it'd probably be something like an Apache and Apache doesn't need to be anywhere near the battlefield to be, uh, Deadly to the battlefield, but yeah. Uh, so I'll, I love that scene. But just hide a few. Uh, sort of just hide a few. Uh, super. As uh, is it? Super? No, it's not super. Cyclops demolition tanks. That's what they should have hidden. A few of them. Yeah. In there, but anyway, going off. So yeah, brought that. So like I said, I've painted one. Punisher and Omega aren't too far off, so I should hopefully get them done at some point. I'll probably take a break from them after I've done them too, so I won't paint this Arca straight away. And I'll probably do. I've got some men that I really need to focus on because I've had two games against Matt and Pete, and I've been playing with my army for a long time. It's got battered models of broke and I'll be honest though because it's all in the cases they go straight back in the cases and I forget about them you know I forget about maybe that model that's that's not quite finished or you know that man that's missing a jump pack or you know something like that and I thought swords are broken or something yeah I thought I need need to go through this army and really just start 
start from scratch you know just really start focusing on the all so I'll be, I'll be doing that next cool. so kind of like a, a Medicaid kind of yeah, reboot I mean I've, I've got so many models that I've started and just not finished like I've got a uh, the Blood Angels Praetors which I've got to a certain point and then I've just stopped and I just need to get him finished really because he'd it make us obviously this heresy's Those been going models are sexy too yeah I mean heresy's been going about what 12 15 years I can't even think out was it uh, no I think the first set was 2012 it's almost 10 years so okay 10 years my uh, a lot of that heresy stuff is 10 years old I mean my fire raptor that I regularly use I painted that in two, 2016 and it's still not finished it still needs some bits doing to it. And uh, I've been thinking, why have enough, you know, I really need to sit down and just really, re- like you say, just, just make it all better because I, I'm a much improved painter to what I used to be as well. So there's not, I need to really fo- start focusing on that area. So there's going to be some. How, how, many, how many points do you think you have? Oh, fully I, painted and then in the process of being painted I fully paint as in if I was to say uh, gameplay ready I've easily got five six thousand points if I was to say finished then it'd be another matter so say say the fire raptor you know it's probably about 80% finished it just needs. Uh, I don't think I've. I've never put in the front cover, the canopy, and that's purely because I lost the uh, Tech Marines one arm. So everything else is finished. All that needs is me to put that plastic canopy in, me to repair the pla- uh, Tech Marines arm, and then put transfers on and stuff. That's all it really needs. But it's little things like that. So one of my assault squads, they're painted, but they haven't got, you know, transfers on and stuff like that. So most of it needs a bit of going over. And I need to I need to right. find my uh, apothecaries, really, because I'm always fucking losing. I'm always getting apothecaries almost finished and then losing them. And then going and buying another set of apothecary, doing the same, and then losing them again. No, I must have, just have easily 20 apothecaries somewhere just running around <laughs> and I'm like where the fuck do these go so yeah um, I just want to get all that ready but going forward I think Harris is kind of dead though isn't it because we've not really had any releases just of late no it's never dead yeah well I don't, I don't see again any love for, from, uh, Forge World or anything. I mean, what have we had to just recently, Argotal, which everyone's cried about, and a massive leak, you know. So it's, it's got to be dead because, yeah, it's. Just... Right. I, I don't know what people cry about Argotal. Like, well, I mean, I'm playing painting Warbear, so I think it's awesome, just personally. But... I. 
I think people are. This is how I view people crying. Because I think uh, if what Ford Road are doing is they tend to be posting models now that are a lot lighter in the heresy than at the start. So, say Argotol is, I think he's basically how he was towards the end, you know, of his life, rather right. than the start where he'd be using spears because in that, he has that vision, doesn't he, of him on Terra. And he's pretty much like, I don't remember him using his spear when he's on Terra uh, in his vision. I think he's well, just... He doesn't, make, he doesn't make it to Terra. He just has the vision that he's going to die in front of a double eagle. Yeah, well, he has, doesn't he have a vision of fighting Sanguinus? Because he remembers... No, then... I don't remember. I can't remember. I remember it was... There was... He would die underneath double eels but i think he always understood that he was going to be like he thought that was going to be like at terra i think he didn't have any that's when like i mean spoiler alert anyone who hasn't read the book that came out seven years ago six five years ago whatever you know erebus stabs him and manipulates him um which i think is brilliant yeah, I mean, per- perfectly written. It sucks. I mean, that's the thing. Is Argotol is 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 a good character, but then Erebus is just a total shit bag. But he's always been a shit bag. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's a way. Are you really dead in 30k until you're really dead? The only person I know is really dead is Horus, because the Emperor like blasts him into smithereens. Yeah. I mean, I I think the model looks fantastic. I think if I was being really picky, I think maybe the wings could be a little bit bigger. But I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think maybe people, if he was holding an imperial fist, I think maybe someone might say, "Oh, yeah, it's later in the heresy," rather than you know thinking him a calf. I think maybe it's a but like you say, he dies quite early on in the heresy, so. And you don't have to use him as Algotol anyway. No. I, what I hope, so Rick and I were talking about this, what I hope, and I don't know if it's going to happen, is Ford World has been amazing, if you think about it, in the releases with, like, The Lion, you know, other things that have come out uh, with uh, Sanguinius and giving, like, head options and weapon options, right? So what would be cool, because even when he was possessed, he would still use that spear, um, if instead of having that guy's body, the ultramarine or whatever, Mark II, whatever you want to paint it up as, is he has the option for a spear too. I think that would be kind of cool. But I mean, he's a big character though, isn't he? I mean, you look at the yeah. uh, ultramarine that he's holding, and it's it's got to be close to a Primark size. Yeah. Uh... Probably, I, I think he's gonna probably be Terminator size, like kind of like a cataphracty size. I mean, the wings obviously make him bigger because they're propped up. Um, but I think the the greatest thing about it is, is there's no rules for him, so that's gonna be like something that's cool. Oh, that right? might... Like they're gonna have to make rules for him. So yeah, that's, the... I mean that's a good sign as well. They'll release rules when they release him, won't they? Mm-hmm. 
He, yeah. They would have to, or yeah. book, or some, you know, something they're going to have to because he doesn't have rules. And I think that's when one of the things is most heresy people never thought he was going to be in the game because a lot of the major book characters, a lot of them aren't don't have rules. Like you know, it's been here and there, and you know when they've been doing like, you know, like Raldorons in there. But if you think a lot of like major characters, there's no rules for them. Yeah. So I just never thought like Arnold Tall was going to be in there. Well, it's because they always people always asked them for rules, didn't they? They always wanted rules for them, but Forge Rules was was just set to say against it, just saying, well, you just you you can just make him up out of the models anyway. You know, you, we don't see the point in releasing rules for him. So it's kind of a reverse of what they was what they was doing previous. But yeah, so I think it's a fantastic model. Uh, and just showing you that heresy is still moving forward, even though probably about three days before everyone was once again moaning about the heresy, and then the next day we have probably something that massively overshadowed it, which is probably a shame. It'd have been not. It'd been nice to have just had the. Uh, excitement of a week but then I think was it the next day as pictures have been released which probably is going to get someone sacked you'd say because I don't I don't think this is a GW release no like I think you know I, I don't care to speculate because I mean it could go so many directions right like we don't know like is he in the starter set is he not in the starter set is he going to be a supplement release i mean they said no more black books so are they going to go to something that's like titanicus where you get a book right you know like um let's say uh the shadow crusade or shit you know whatever let's say that's the release right so shadow crusade comes out and there's rules for our tall in there and then it's a book or maybe they're going to redo the red books when they release the new starter set or new system or whatever and you know this is like i said i don't want to speculate too wildly but it's not like a hundred people listen to the show anyway so (laughs) (laughs) they're not going to be like i heard it on this podcast it's gonna um but they could do it as part of like he's part of the red book release right like here's the new red books to go along with the release of heresy 2.0 or whatever you know age of darkness 2.0 and here's a, a model that goes i mean they could take it so many directions i just think it's cool that they're doing it yeah well i mean uh, you you think of they could if you think of titanicus as an example they've just released loyalist legions they could release something like that but instead of obviously putting legion rules in or something just put extra models in so like a few special characters from each legion instead so you could put Argo to, you know do a traitor one put Argo Tall in and then some of the uh, other characters maybe the painted prince or something like that that are in the heresy but you know there's no rules for them there's, you've got that option as well or you know same time as say the loyalists I know being a Blood Angel player, I know a lot of Blood Angel players would love Amit to be released. 
you know, uh, that kind of thing. So, you know, in a loyalist version. So it'll be interested in how they play it. Obviously, I dare say once the model gets released, we're going to get a downloaded PDF. Or something. I mean, it, it just... I mean, there's so many directions that you can take it. It's exciting, right? Because, um, because they talked about no more black books, right? That doesn't mean books aren't going to come out. So, like I said again, do they go the Titanicus route? Do they just drop? You know, here's the star set. Here's the red book. Do they keep the red book system, right? Do they go, which I liked personally, you know, um, but there's. There's uh, literally a ton of ways they can go with it. You know, that's why I don't want to speculate because it's. I think people are going to be happy. I think your true heresy fans are happy. You know, we're getting a lot of. We're getting tired of all the bullshit on the internet. Like, oh, it's a dead game. I mean, we joke about it here, but it's like all this the constant, like, bullshit from like 40K people or people with like, you know, motives, you know, or, you know, they want to prop up their game and it's like the game if they said today games workshop slash order said we're not releasing another heresy game model again you you don't think people won't go and do their own rules look what the oz 30k guys did they've been doing it for five six years now they'll go and do their own things because the background the game the aesthetic all that is part of it right it's not just the game Right. If you just want to move pieces around, go play chess. Right. The the people who play Heresy are different from your average gamer because they are interested in background story. They're more into historicals than I would say a lot of other people are. So there's a lot of things that gravitate and pull us as a community towards that game that are different from a 40k player. That is different from an Age of Sigmar player. Right? They're more attracted to the game than anything else, right? This is like, I want to be a Blood Angel. I want to historically fight with Ultramarines, right? I mean, that's, I just think it's a different customer base that you're, you're appealing to. And the customer base that already exists as loyal, it's been loyal through the tough times. So the fact that we're getting stuff is only going to be better, right? There's going to be some people complaining, but a lot of those are, wishy-washy you know half in half out people most hardcore 30k are like cool new models new plastic mark six new argo tall i'm down let's go yeah so going on to the uh new models then so i don't know where you've been living if you haven't seen the release pictures because they've been everywhere i mean i've we received a message of the pictures and says don't show this anywhere because uh, a friend sent, sent it to me or something like that looked on Facebook and there's already all over Facebook so uh, you know we've got what looks like in the box 30 Mark 6 two uh, well probably a Praetor maybe two Praetors I don't I don't know if one's meant to be one's a Praetor or one's a uh, another console choice five terminators right. and a plastic spartan so and i say and a sexy new contemptor that he looks like he can pose yeah <laughs> finally yeah and a sexy new contemptor which i quite like the uh, 
giving him auto cannons as well. I think that's a nice little uh, a different choice. So, Ivor, what do you think about having Mark Six as the thirty Marines? Do you think it's good, or do you think it should have been a different mark, or do you reckon we should have had half and half of a marks? What do you reckon? Uh, so I'm not, I'm not ready to like have like a diehard hot take on it because I mean we're seeing some pictures. I don't know what the full makeup of the box is. Um, I would have to guess because like I, I mean it's a kind of a range of emotions, right? I saw Arnold Tall. I was like, oh, and he's holding a Mark II Marine. That's cool, right? You know, like that will be awesome. So maybe and it kind of looked like a beefier, bulked out like. Uh, Mark II Marine, so I was like, oh, maybe plastic's coming, and then like two days later, not even two days later, a day later we're hit with Mark VI. I have always had a like a sweetheart love affair with Mark VI, so I'm probably not always the best. Like, I'm super stoked for it. I look at him like, I would add that to my Raven Guard. I'm gonna add them to my Alpha Legion. Right? Um, even way back in because when I originally started was Rogue Trader with that, the Beaky Marines. So that's, it just strikes a chord with me, right? And not everyone does that. So even when third and fourth and fifth edition, I was always collecting Beaky Marines and I would do a Raven Guard with all Beaky Marines, right? And I would collect the Mark VI chest plates and legs and stuff like that. So I'm super jazzed about it. Uh, I can see where people would be upset, right? Uh, but again, Look at all these models that are coming out. Plastic Spartan. Do we ever think we get a Plastic Spartan? Ever? Ever? Probably not. Do we think we're going to get a new Contemptor? Probably not. Right? So it's like, I want to see, maybe that's a separate release. Maybe they do a Mark II that's you know comes out in its own box. So I'm just happy. New models. Looks like it's going to be a new starter set, which means they're going to probably update the rules a little bit. So... So far, I'm like 90% what I love second, or Mark II Marines, yes, without a doubt. But also, I'm not going to be upset that I'm getting a new set, a new box. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like I opened up my Christmas gift and I got a, you know, PS5 instead of an Xbox X series or whatever. It is. You know, it's like, it's kind of the same thing and I'm still jazzed no matter what. Yeah. So, I mean, the models themselves look fantastic. Well, from obviously the photos are a bit blurred, and you know, GW normally, as soon as they have blurred photos, they normally put up their uh, own photos to, you know, ruin whoever's leaked these. But I like the, uh, the on the bolters, they have the little like chain chainsaws I like that they've come back in I like mm-hmm. I mean I I like Mark 6 it's one of my favourite marks of armour I think with Mark 6 it's, it suits other legions more than others whereas you know say Mark 2 or Mark 5 is more a universal mark so there's that but mate like, like you say I'm just pumped for game new models you know I know these people argue and say well 
it'd be nice if there was, I don't know, assault marines in there or... But you'd, you'd take this over and gain nothing any day. You know, it's, it's, it's a fantastic set. And yes, you can maybe... We'll always be picky. Maybe I'll say, well, oh, I'd like Mark 5. Another player will go, well, right, yeah, I want Mark 6. So you can't suit everyone, can you? So, yeah. and I think as as a heresy players, heresy players won't care so much. that There'll be preferences, like everything, but they'll just, they're just pumped for game things. And, I mean, a plastic Spartan... I think a plastic Spartan from GW, if you play Heresy, you probably already have a Spartan. You know, I'd say 80 to 90% of Heresy players probably have a Spartan. That second Legion they have, which I'd say probably 80 to 90% of Heresy players have a second Legion, that probably doesn't have a Spartan. They've probably made an army without without it working a different way. But all of a sudden... For that second army, they'll think, no, it's plastic. Yeah, okay, I'll have that one for my army. So, like, my Raven Guard, I had no no desire to give them a Spartan. I've got one for my Blood Angels. I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to give one to my Raven Guard. Now there's a plastic one. I'll go out and buy that Spartan just for the Raven Guard. You know, it's, it's making a sale that I wouldn't have done in the first place. I mean, that's... If yeah, I... If it is a Spartan and not some uh, different tank, but it, it looks exactly like Spartan, so it's got to be. Well, the Spartan looks well because there's like little things. If you li- if you own Spartans, which I own like four, <laughs> that is a plastic Spartan because <laughs> those last cannons are way too clean. <laughs> yeah. Like just to begin with, just the the top hatch is different. There's there's a uh, looks like a molded kind of like scroll work on it. Yeah. Um, and you also, know, there's, I've had people counting tank tracks and how many tank tracks there are compared to their heresy ones, and I've seen all all types of uh, people pointing out they definitely use a plastic one. And with the uh, Forge World one, you can't get them doors to lift up like that. It's they no. they don't have that pivot system that a uh, games workshop uh, land raider does. It's that pivot system doesn't work. So yes, obviously they could have glued the doors up, but you'd say that that uh, spot that has got that pivot system that the normal land raiders do. So you can open the, the, the doors. tracks are also thicker too. Yeah. So, if these pictures are to be believed, like you say, you've got a nice new poseable contemptor. With it's nice to see they got giving the missiles on top. Yeah, yeah. Thirty Mark Six Marines, which I've been trying to see exactly what. if they've got any special weapons. But, I mean, is that guy... In, yeah, I've been trying to see if I... You know, there's any... I think flyers. they're only bolters. I'm try, I don't have the picture in front of me, but I'm, I think they're all... They got the cool, like, little buzz teddy things yeah. on there. 
little attachments, but I think they're all. If you notice, I think the one Praetor does have a. Was it a Serpenta? The. The little um, Volkite Serpenta, the pistol. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just having a look through someone else's photos, and it's amazing how blurred they can be. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, what do you think as a uh, starter set? If this, if this is a starter set, so like we've said off screen, I've priced up thirty Mark IV Cataphracty Terminator Contemptor Dreadnought. On the Games Workshop website, that comes to £165. So that's not including the uh, Spartan or the HQ. What do you think as, as a starter set? Do you reckon that would be a good basis as a starter set? Or would you have liked to see something slightly different slight, or something more? Um. So I, we talked about this a little bit before. I think... I think Forge World and GW now take the approach, and this is just me kind of watching it um, from a from afar and not knowing the business models and some of that, is that they do kind of like a celebration release. So they do like, you know, an Indominus box set or a Grandmaster box set. So it's like a big purchase. You get a rule book, you do all that stuff. And then they come back in and then they do starter sets. I think this is what they're going to do with this. So like you can get a Spartan, you can get a Contemptor, you can get all these troops and all this stuff and probably a full rule book. And it will be like, you know, 250 bucks or whatever. And I don't know how much that breaks down pound wise. So probably like 180 pounds or something, or maybe it's a $200 box and it's 150 pounds. I think that's the direction that they will go. And then they'll do like start collecting and then like starter, smaller starter sets. Cause if you look at, Titanicus is a perfect example uh, with what they did with Necromunda is a perfect example. You had those big starter releases and then they pulled it back. We're like, here's a start, like here's a small start system with the rule book or nice and templates. And then, you know, uh, like maybe a gang or a small gang or, you know, like three or four Titans and maybe some Knights. So I think that's the approach to do one big release then they'll pull it back with like a smaller starter set. So it's like, hey, here's a celebration. Let's celebrate heresy. This is what the release is. And then, you know, a month or two later, here's the starter set. And it will be like, you know, maybe 20 guys and a captain or something like that. Um, kind of if you, if you look at Ninth and Ed starter sets, it's like a squad, a piece of like cardboard terrain, and then the rules, if that makes sense. And I think what's going really excites uh, quite a few fans is that it's definitely not going to be knife edition rules. No, because I don't think it's going to be. Well, there's a scatter dice on there, so it's definitely not going to be knife edition rules. The, I don't think it will be. Huh? Yeah, on the main photo, you've got all the dice, and there's a scatter dice there, so that yeah. that suggests there's going to be templates. But yeah, I agree with. I think they're going to do is Games Workshop love their limited run things at the moment. I dare say this is going to be limited run, and then further along the line, 
there'll be, like you say, starter collector sets, which would be beautiful if they did each mark. So starter collector, starter collector sets for each mark of armor. Because Heresy seat players will most likely just go and buy all of them. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'll probably <laughs> end up buying, like, well, we'll see what's in it, but I'll probably end up buying two or three of those starters depending on how much it is, too. So if it's, like, 200, I'll probably buy a couple of them. But, oh. I mean, I, I can't even think of how many Betrayal, Cals, and yeah. um, Brewing and Prosperos I bought. I've, I said to Pete, I says, sometimes, you, I mean, you might go out and buy two sets, say, and then think, hmm, I could do with maybe a third but I don't need everything you might go halves with say for you Rick or me with Pete or Matt go halves with one of them and say well actually we don't need all these bits you know how about we split it and have certain certain items you know so one person might get the Spartan and another person get the uh, wants the Terminators and Contempt and another person just wants the 30 Marines you know it's it's an easy it's still a relatively easy uh, split army. So, I've, I, anyway, we, I'm just pumped. I'm pumped to actually finally yeah. be seeing this because if we're seeing this, stuff is cool. Yeah, if we're seeing this now, it's got to be coming out this year. Which, yes, we'd heard rumours end of the year and stuff, but this just goes to prove what we've heard. And. I don't know one person who's seen this and not got excited well I dare say there's probably a lot of people around but let's face facts you can go into them and they probably moan about anything anyway I mean if this is if this is a starter say it's hard to moan about just depending on the price I if I was a betting man I'd say 150 to to 180 that would be my ballpark guess and that is literally just a guess but it's a fantastic deal you'd get you look yeah, at let me let, let me check out I, I gotta hop into my uh, calculator here my yeah. uh, converter so that's, um, like I says 165 yeah that's about right 150, 150 pounds is $211 yeah the Dominus set was 200 bucks so, so yeah, I mean, you're looking hundred. If you said hundred and fifty or even hundred and eighty, you'd be, you'd basically be saying, you get that Spartan free, and you know yeah. the main characters. If it's hundred and fifty, now, GW. Well, those main character, every character's like. If you look at everything across the system, they're like thirty-five bucks a piece. Even if you go on Forge World, they're like thirty bucks a piece. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, what was it on? Uh, the Grandmaster Edition that was 180 quid, but didn't you get Levi? Uh, that was 290 here. Didn't you get a uh, Warlord free or something with that? Uh, yeah, I would think so because you got like two terrain sets in there. You got yeah. well, the Warlords themselves are 220 right there. Then you got two boxes of Scouts, all the rules, and all the terrain. Yeah. And I mean, it was a it was a hefty box set. But I mean, 
I don't. If they're releasing this now, well, I don't think obviously they need to release anything. The mark, say two, three, five, or whatever, they don't need to release them uh, straight away. They can leave them for a few months to, for the pace to start gathering, and then just suddenly say, right, here's a start collecting for Mark Five. You know, and get yeah, well, I, I think the OG move, the OG move that that uh, Games Workshop is famous for. You release a set like this that has all the marks set, people go crazy by it, right? And then, like three months later, they're like, "Hey, here's our slim down starter set. Let's call that, and that has the mark two in it." Yeah, right. You know, they're smart. There's a reason that they that they you know rule the world. Right, uh, as far as miniature games, they they know how to release stuff. Um, and did we ever sit here and think we'd ever get a Mark Six, ever? So why why would Mark Two even be out of the you know, or even a Mark Five be out of the the frame of thought? Like now you're like, okay, eventually it's going to come in. Yeah. You know, I do get the I do I do get the harping of, well, why would you do Mark Six? Right, as opposed to Mark II, I get that. I mean, that's a valid argument. There's nothing really to yeah, push I, back on. I think but. with Mark VI, it, there's only one or two legions that it really suits. But at the same time, it's nitpicking. And I think everyone who would say, oh, I wish it was a different one, they would they would turn around and say, look, I'm happy. Like like you said earlier about the Xbox and PlayStation, no matter what, I'm happy to gain it. I'd have preferred this, but then, like you say, for everyone, you know, we, we, they can't please everyone. Because if they would have put, it's like Mark it's like two five, it, yeah, two five and yeah. six, three squads, everyone would have turned around and gone, oh well, what if I want to make a twenty man tactical squad? I've got to buy two boxes, which. I did say most seriously players are going to buy two boxes anyway, so that wouldn't have made a difference. But right. you know, it's they can't please everyone. Let let's just be ecstatic of what a fantastic looking box set it's going to be. And even if even if this isn't a box set, even if they get released individually, it's just fantastic that we can see that there's things coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like getting mad that someone gave you a million dollars and it's in ones. Yeah, and and you wanted a hundred dollar bills instead, like you know, or I don't even know what the equivalent. It's like uh, if someone gave you a fiver, I guess, in England, and then you guys even have ones. Yeah, you got single pound notes, right? Yeah, or is it a coin? Well, we yeah, we got single pounds uh, as coins, or why well, you got pennies? If someone gives you a hundred pound in pennies. You're still going to be happy to get a hundred pounds. It's going to be a bitch to get changed, <laughs> but... right? But it's still a hundred pounds, right? Yeah, I mean right. that's the thing. Exactly. It's like if someone gave me a hundred dollar bill, and I was like, "Oh, awesome!" Or if someone gave me a hundred ones, it's still a hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know how you be picky and choosy is is a little bit different. Yeah. So, I mean, if like I says, if anyone is listening to this in, in Forge World or anything like that, don't think any negativity. He's getting said, we're ecstatic no matter what. You know, it, it's literally nitpicking. Like, you, we're nitpick, you can nitpick against anything. I would happily take this every single day of the week. I'm, 
Oh man, I'm so pumped. I mean, me, me and Peter were playing a game, and this came out. Uh, we go sent, and that was it. Then that just, to be honest, the game really stopped because we just we just kept looking at the po- photos and getting all excited <laughs> and. You know, that was it. They were it testing. And, uh, yeah, then that was it, checking if, if anything else had been said and messaging people and, you know, the game the game stopped. But that was it. I've been hyped. I was hyped all yesterday. I've been hyped all today. It's just, it's just absolutely wonderful. And my computer now is just seems seems to be putting a, on a slideshow, and I still can't stop looking. I've just noticed that <sighs> I've just noticed that little bloke with a uh, which I hadn't seen before. And bearing in mind, I've looked at these photos, God knows how many times. On the one, he's got uh, that little skull for his uh, vortex uh, fox. Yeah, vo- I mean, there, there's a vo- there's a this is the first one that actually has the box. Yeah, I've I've never I never noticed that b- before, and that that's fantastic. That is absolutely fantastic. Because now, when you buy it, your whole squad is getting everything. Yeah. Oh man, I'm. I mean, so in, in comparison, because before you would have that same little the Vexillarius, which is behind him. Yeah. Right, and it looks like it's a little churched up, a little bit different as well. Yeah, um, on that one. The, um, but now I, I was just saying, it it looks so on the uh, Mark Four and Three that we've already already seen. It is slightly different to that one, mm-hmm. and like you say, I I think it actually looks better. Do you, you want to notice one thing? So if you're looking at that picture. Uh, if you look up to your right, you see the sergeant, right? You notice anything weird about that sergeant? Uh, The one with the power fist and plasma pistol? Yeah. Uh, He's got some kind of face covering, which I presume... That's fine. And he's got a mohawk, but no. What arm is that power fist on? Oh, yeah, it's on the right arm. Yep. Ah. See, it's little things like that, right? Yeah. Oh, hang on. Tiny details like that. If on that same photo, this it's it's struggling to see because it's very blurred out to the back. It's very uh, like a negative film. So I might Mm -hmm. be totally wrong, but. Three men behind him, like on the very left, that his arm going to his bolter, it looks quite uh, like the paint job's a bit metal-like rather than the normal heresy marine. Like a, it, it seems like it's a normal arm, but because it's a bit metal-like, I do wonder maybe if it's a bit of a uh, bionic. But... Mm, I mean. I can see it is blurred out though. Yeah. I, it's... Well, you know the one that one I like if you go if you see it, that one where he's kind of like rocking forward and walking forward. He, that is very reminiscent of the pose of that uh, miniature that they released the Mark Six one a, a while back for for um, celebration. The one 
like original Space Marine. So I'm just lo- I'm looking at that this, that same model where it's a bionic, and he's actually on the Contemptor photo as well. But it doesn't seem bionic, but it seems like there's something under his arm. Unless I'm just my computer's just playing up. Grenade grenades maybe. Hmm. So, but yeah, we're all pumped, aren't we? Mm-hmm. It's just it's gonna be fun. It's good times. Definitely. And I know there's gonna be people out there poo-pooing it and like being shitbirds because that's what they do. Um, because you know you can't have anything nice. No. So- I just I just really want I just really wonder what that other character is because it looks like. The, the the imperial fist looks like a praetor the other thing's got like stuff on his back yeah maybe it's... could that be a can it be a if you look at his pistol does it kind of look like a needle pistol maybe that's a uh whatchamacallit the the uh apothecary guy uh primus medicae Prime, maybe that's a primus medicae because you can't get that so yeah, model you have to anymore. Look at, you have to, yeah, you have to look at the three, the one that has the the two close-ups of the Land Raider, and then that one if, that has the actual picture of him. Okay, I'm going because go... Because it looks like it has something above his, on his back, too, yeah. right? Kind of like... I'm, uh, I'm going with something totally different, and I'm going to say he's a warmonger, and I reckon his backpack is like a deep-striking... Uh, that, that can be item. You know, because that would be cool. I mean, what what consoles would have? I mean, mate, I can't see it being a psyker or anything like that because it'd be totally different. But I mean, you compare him to the Praetor that he's next to, and he's he's a lot bigger, isn't he? Yeah, he's probably he could be in Terminator armor. Mm. But I mean, I'm looking at that uh, Imperial Fist Prime uh, Praetor, looking at that sword, and he's going to be another bit of nitpicking. I'm thinking he's going to be an absolute bitch to transport because that sword's going to break. <laughs> well, the good thing is a, a plastic as opposed to resin, it should be pretty sturdy. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely need to get, uh, it'll definitely take up a bit more of a position in my case fuck me I'm so excited I know and I'm just so, arguing with people on, on yeah. freaking twitter that are losers what weapons would you like to see so if mark 3 or mark 4 or anything to go by when you buy say a tactical squad you'll get a heavy bolter or missile launcher and flamer and stuff. What? Which ones would you like to see with these? If you had to pick, say, one heavy weapon and one uh, special weapon, what would you like to see? Well, I think all of them come with all the special weapons, so that should stay. So you get a combi weapon in both of them. Yeah. You get the flamer and melt a gun. I don't think you, you don't get the flamer in Mark Three. Okay, that's what it was. But you get yeah. plasma melts on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So here's here's the thing, right? So go with me on this. If anyone has tracked the Necromunda releases, right? We just saw Goliath get the plastic and Escher get plastic arms to what they did in Forge, right? We all saw that. That were not crazy. Did you see that release? Yeah, yeah. Because I need to yeah, go okay. and buy their models as well. Okay. So they're all the arm upgrades, right, that they normally had in Forge World. Why couldn't you do that but do all plasma guns? All like so you buy a box because they're like thirty bucks those about twenty five bucks those upgrades and they have two screws in there. Why can't you do like, hey, this is the heavy weapon upgrade? So you can buy a thing of heavy bolters or buy a thing of plasma or meltos or flares. I think I it, digress from that. I think it I depends think on how how much Games Workshop wants heresy to be taken up in the stores. So, mm-hmm. like you say, it's no problem saying, right, here's 10 guys with all heavy uh, weapons. Here's your support squad. It's no problem doing that. But then you've got three boxes there. You've got your tactical squad. You've got your heavy weapons. You've got your uh, support squad. You then go need maybe assault squads and stuff like that. So... It's a lot of boxes, so it depends on how much they want. I know. I take it. I take it reverse from that, right? So what you do is you just have the one squad, right? So go with me on this, right? So you have one squad, the Mark IV squad. You sell a box of jump packs and close combat arms, right? So now you're buying this box, and then I'm going to upgrade them into assault marines, right? So I buy that. Great. So you're selling two boxes, and that box. The size of those boxes for if I use the Goliath and Escher is half the size of a normal box. So you can do one that has flamer melta plasma in it, or you could go, here's the flamer melta box, and then here's the plasma combi weapon box. Uh, yeah, I, I totally And then, then it's just upgrades. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I would I'd probably say Assault Marines will be their own box just purely because they like the dynamic jumping uh, poses, right. but I totally could. You could easily do that. You know, just all the heavy weapons, all the special weapons, or even you know half and half. You know, you could even mm-hmm. do it with boarding shields. So right, here's a, here's the boarding shields, and maybe recon squad. You know, you yeah, because the the boarding shields that they have now, so like. It was probably like a total like a whole move of me, but um, I had all the boarding marines, and then I looked at them like, well, I'm going to use the new plastic models, right? So I use the new plastic models, but still use the boarding. So my boarding marines are the plastic boarding marines gun everything, but their left arm and their boarding shield are from the resin upgrade kit because I looked in comparison, I'm like, these look better, they look cleaner. Yeah. Right. So, and it works. So if anyone's wondering out there, it does work. I have 20 of them. (laughs) But now I have these weird, like, boarding marines just sit around with with no shields. And that's kind of an expensive thing to kind of do as well. But But yeah, he he would... I mean, do you reckon that... Obviously, people love shitting on Games Workshop for trying to make money, which... As a business, if they don't make money, you know, they're not going to be a business for very much longer. But if they was to do that, so 
like now I'm I'm looking at an Escher gang and the Escher upgrade. So the Escher gang on GW website is twenty six pounds. The upgrades is fifteen. You you've got to say if they was to follow that role, then the upgrades would probably make them more money than releasing uh, dedicated units. Would you agree with that? Because yeah, so, the purchase is the purchase is small enough. Like if you think about it, yeah. So fifteen that means it's twenty bucks here. Let's say let's just round to keep it like you know simple. So. If I'm buying a $50 box here in the U.S. for a Mark V, Mark IV squad, and then spending $20 and then getting the option to, because here's the way, this is the way my business mind would work. I would put like, oh, you get flamers and meltons in there, right? And then plasma and like a combi weapon or plasma and a Volkite weapon, right? And then what I do is I buy that upgrade and I'm like, well, gosh, now I have 10 extra weapons, <laughs> Do I buy another squad, right, to make a whole Flamers unit or a whole Volkite unit or a whole, you know, just think of it and kind of walking down that pace, right? So you'll have more bits, but you're paying for it. Yeah. And now does that encourage someone to be like, okay, well, I bought the Plasma and Volkite, uh, not Culverin, what are they, Volkite, Calvarin. Yeah. Is say like that charges or, or calibers? Yeah, so you're like, oh, I have one in there. It's got the caliber, and then oh, maybe I, maybe I'm a night lord's guy. And now I use the assault ones, right? I mean, like, there's so many, there's so, many, and now am I buying another box? And that's how it keeps. That's why when when I worked at, I'm gonna put on my old GW hat, and and if Rick was here, he'd completely agree. When I had my staff and we sold Ford Rule, I'd always push the upgrades, right? So, oh, what 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 unit are you doing your Terminator for? Oh, Death Deathwing. Check it out. We have these shoulder pads. Oh yeah, throw those on there, and that was like twelve to fifteen dollars every time. Yeah, and it's something that they want. You know, they don't have to worry with transfers. It's ready to go. And if you think about it, that almost be a blind buy of getting that and an upgrade. I think with when it says fifteen pounds or. It's an easy, it's an easy sell. When if I'm going in and the box is say thirty pounds, I might go mm, now. I only need, I only need one. I'm maybe two. If it's I'm buying one and then I'm thinking, oh, it's only fifteen quid for a few uh, different weapons or different arms, different heads. You know, yeah, okay, chuck that in, that in as well. Because I mean, you could. Like you say, you could, for say, have a melter plasma in the main box. In the other box, you've got the Volkites or Flamers or Rotor Cannons. You know, that might suddenly be, oh, actually, I wouldn't mind that squad of that weapon. And then you can chuck in a few helmet, different helmets or, you know, maybe a bionic arm or two. So, well, the way you could you could throw it too. So, uh, look at the upgrade. So, if you're on the website, look at like an ultramarine squad upgrade, right? Um, I think they're like twelve bucks here in the U.S. So that's probably what like eight quid, nine quid, ten quid, maybe, right? Um, I I don't know what the the exchange rate is, but let's say if that. So if you want to go heavy weapon, you could do, and that comes in a blister pack, right? So, and I've seen them. I have the upgrades because I had them for my blood angels for my primaries. 
you could easily fit 10 heavy weapons on there easily right it doesn't matter which one it is you could easily fit 10 on there or even five if you wanted to go that route so then now they're buying two so i go okay i'll buy this 10 man squad on these two at 12 dollars a piece so it's 24 extra dollars yeah it like but it's just when when things are a little bit cheaper it's an e- it's a easy sell because they might be cheap but you'll probably buy two of them so it's just as expensive but because it's a psychological well it's only this 15 quid mm-hmm. you know I, if I go into a local store or Warhammer World or something like that normally I'm I'm going to be buying something it's I'm going to the uh, checkout. I see them, 15 quid. Oh, yeah, I'll pick some of these up in, at the same time. It's an easy... Uh, wow, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a sudden buy. You know, just a... You don't go out there to buy that item, but it's very uh, a spur-of-the-moment purchase, which is what I'm trying to say. Sometimes you just go, oh, yeah, I'll just pick up these. Because when it's a few quid, you don't really think too too much into it. So I definitely think that's, a, like you say, it takes up half the space. I think it's, it's I would love to see that if that's, if that's the route they're going. And that's, I mean, there's, that's why I like speculating. When I was talking about mm-hmm. speculating before, the path is so wide open to what they could do yeah and it's like for those people who can't spend too much money you know those people who might might be struggling on the limits if you're going in and you're buying say the weapons and you just want the melter guns in there you might go to your mate do you want to go halves on this I don't need the plasma Mm -hmm. you know and all of a sudden it's even cheaper you know so and you can definitely do that. I yeah. I think one thing that that you know, especially when we talk about affordability and things like that, I, one of the best things for our hobby has been social media. But I also think it's one of the worst things as well. Obviously, because it puts groups and you know, kind of battle with each other. But you have a lot of people who will go out there who have the money. And are like, oh look, I just got into Adeptus Titanic today, and then boom, here's like five hundred dollars worth of purchases, right? And not ever, and people may look at that and like, oh my god, I can't afford that. Like, is that what that costs to like get into it? Like, or here I went, finally made the jump, and they buy like a thousand dollars worth of stuff. Like, not everyone has that ability. Um, but I think that's where that flexibility of when you talked about splitting or making like kind of calculated purchases. Well, if I buy this box and I'm not buying another complete box i'm just buying this upgrade and i can use some of the upgrades over here you know that may make their dollars go a little bit farther yeah so i definitely agree with that it's like we say it's just in oh man i'm so pumped it's just such an exciting time at the moment i mean yeah so be nice to people online and stop agitating each other uh, 40k players I think that's I think that's never going to uh, stop. I mean, some of these people who, who want forty k to go to thirty uh, k to go to ninth, I think they're just like some of it's just likes winding people up. And I've I think the exact reverse of you know her, I think there's some people that just like 
winding each other up and so you know that's that's always an option but that's um, which is which is crazy if you think about it right because you're like why does it the, the argument because i've been in these arguments that i don't get like oh well if you like seventh you can just play seventh right but it should move to ninth i'm like well if you like playing ninth make your own house rules and port it over to ninth that's that's the funny argument right where it's like oh we'll just you could just play seventh if you want to keep playing seventh, but it, the rule should be in ninth. I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense because you want it to be in ninth. Why don't you just make your own rules to port it over? Yeah, I, <laughs> that's just like it doesn't make sense to me. I just, I just think, why does he have to be the same rules anyway? I mean, I know Age of Sigma is still different rules uh, to 40k, but this, you know, they're very similar. But Necromunda is totally different again. Titanicus doesn't yeah. use the, the rules of what Titans use in 40k. You know, it, we can have different rule sets. Well, and I'll make the argument, Titanicus is probably the most complex rule set and I think the best rule set. Mm. Because Titanicus right now has a thing that, that Horse Heresy has. The base structure. Now, I know people are going to be like, but Kyle, what about militias? And what about uh, Mechanicum? Yes, they exist, but they're generally outliers. Most people play 80 to 90% play Space Marine. The game is balanced on playing Space Marine versus Space Marine. As Adeptus Titanicus is, a Warhound is a Warhound, a Reaver is a Reaver, a Warlord is a war. You know, that's how they balance it. The game of Titanicus is less complex than its original release, but it's still more complex than any other release that is out there and is by far, in my opinion, the best GW game right now. By far. Um, the simple rules make sense. You have complexity of tracking things. It's it's not slimmed down. There's you know there's not you know easy peasy things. There's there there's simple structures that you follow, and they make the game very complex. And then the mana pulls and other things kind of change how you structure the legion rules. Change how you structure. I think it's a great model that they can base off. But again, like to your point, Titanicus isn't as the same as Necromunda as Necromunda is not as the same to 40k as 40k is not as the same to Lord of the Rings or Age of Sigmar. They can be different. It's all right. You can learn more systems. Your brain isn't going to fall out of your skull. Mm. It's not that hard. We're making things a lot harder than they need to be. And like I says, the scatters dice in that photo, so it's definitely not going to be ninth. So sorry, people who wanted ninth. Tough. Uh, so yeah, so that's quite exciting. So going on to something else, uh, slight change. Me and Pete had a game uh, yesterday. I won't go too much into the game because I was hoping Pete was going to be on, but as or husbands are if you have a normally you have a geek day you normally have to treat your wife to a uh, wife day don't you so he's having to do that at the moment so I'll probably save talking about the game a bit until he's there but what we'll say is 
we ran out of time. We had a massive game. Me and Pete, we, I don't, I struggle to think of many games we've actually finished because our games just last forever because we start talking, we just laugh or go. You know, he started 3,000 points and he was like, oh, should I add this? And I says, oh, I wanted to use this unit. And he was like, oh, yeah, just chuck it in. And then he says, well, I'll take this unit. And then all of a sudden, I don't even know what points he actually ended up as because we'd chuck one or two units in and, you know, so not balanced. I even forgot to, I had my Sikoran. So my Sikoran that got painted, that I put in my list, especially for it. I didn't even deploy it. I even, I've totally forgot it was even there. I think we only put it on the table just to take a few photos because at that stage we was running out of time. So that didn't even get used. I took the Crimson Paladins as well, even though I just wanted to try and use them to see if I got any joy, but by the, well, they killed a Leviathan, to be fair, on, they had one whole point remaining and I, I dropped them in a, uh, I dropped them in a position which his whole army surrounded them but and if they would have scattered they'd have all been a mishap in no chance but I, I rolled a hit he saw cannon shot the back of his leviathan and killed it so that was quite a nice thing to happen but yeah we didn't give we didn't even get past to turn two <laughs> but and it's a regular thing with me and pete so i started thinking about having a game of speed warhammer or speed heresies i should say and you know would you be able to get say a thousand point game maybe 1500 point game just done in an hour and you know like you have them chess players with the little clock next to them just well i think uh the odds 30k guys did a good job with their um I was brain fart on what it's called. Uh, oh, uh, not the crusade. Uh, uh, Mournival rules. More, yeah, they're more of a rules, right? The centurion. I, I, centurion. That's I, I can't. I don't understand why. I was want to call it crusade for some reason. Centurion rules are great. Uh, they also. I was listening to another podcast, uh, Death of the Trail, and they had Tom Gould on there, and they were talking about. Uh, so I know we were talking about events. It's going to be Vegas um, in 2022. And they have actually augmented those rules and they call it, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like uh, Centurion Plus where you can bring in like one vehicle, right? So you have things that have limits. So it's a very interesting podcast. So if you want to play or small, I think with Centurion, I played a couple times with some friends and those games went quick because it's infantry, you know, everyone's pretty much moving. Um, but on the flip side, I don't know, Rick and I, we, when we game, it's like, we know we're going to game for like three, four hours, right? And it's just going to be fun and we're going to bullshit and we're going to laugh about things. And it's like, it's like a true celebration of the game. Yeah. But I also understand like people don't have the time to do that all the time. Yeah, which to be honest, that's obviously that's the problem me and Peter have because we'll just start talking, we'll start laughing. We'll start. I mean, let's face facts. Them, them leaks didn't help because that was probably an hour gone just us discussing the leaks, and you'd right. m- you'd move one man, and then you'd look up and go, "Oh, I'm so excited!" Or some, you know, start talking about something, and then you still haven't moved the rest of your squad because you start talking about uh, 
the models or you know whatever so but I did wonder if you had a speed game where probably this is probably just what me and Pete need where you just hammer out the game and then you talk and laugh afterwards I mean it's like I mean we was discussing in when I go to events you normally play it's normally two and a half hours you, you know me and Pete played a lot longer with a points level that I've played I've finished games easily within two and a half hours with that points level but the fact is I find that when you're in an event you don't talk as much as say what say me and Pete did or what you and Rick would do because you know you have a laugh and then you find you talk more after the game and that's why mm-hmm. I thought maybe having a little clock on the thing just just try to hurry you up. Dude, you guys find yourselves so Rick and like Chad chilling around here and like a bunch of our other friends like Morgan and Gabe is like we usually are just totally bullshitting like the, for the first three rounds and they're like, well, hey, it's already like 11 p.m. at night. We got to start <laughs> like maneuvering. Yeah, we got to start hustling a little bit. It is that that will happen, and then you know because sometimes. Usually I game on like Friday nights and sometimes I don't get home till like 1230, you know, and my wife will the next day, she, she gets up early, she goes to bed early, she goes to the gym and works out and all that stuff. And she's like, well, you got home late. I was like, yeah. She's like, did it take, I'm like, well, we were sitting there, we were bullshitting. And she's like, why do you guys do this? I'm like, it's part of the hobby. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the game It's for us to do that. I mean, me, me and Pete, we can't help ourselves. We'll, we'll when we'll play, we'll, uh, I'll get a cover save here. Well, hang on. If you're using barrels as a cover, what happens if they've got, like, petrol in? Could they explode? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, well, if I get a cover save, then, they, you know, on a, on a six, they explode. or you know, And then all of a sudden, you have extra rules or, you know... You, I mean, the game we had, you just had an unbelievable amount of terrain. Because he's like, oh, I've got oh, yeah, this train. And, yeah. yeah, and I just kept, we kept saying, yeah, yeah, fuck it, let's just put it on. And there's a good point I said to him, I said, I've got tanks here. I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be rolling uh, to move over all the time. But this is like a city board, isn't it? You, you go and have all that. So, yeah, we had a great time. I mean, when one of my... Uh, yeah. drum- That's what his plan was. He took all those tournaments on him, or determining all the infantry is like oh just one more piece right here well one of my uh, assault squads landed in a crater I was like oh I've got to take difficult terrain I thought no no problem you know it's not that dangerous four ones are rolled I was like oh, for fuck's oh. sake and then shock horror they all failed their uh, uh, power armor save and then they oh, all fa- yeah then they fail all failed they fell in that pain so four men just died straight away I was like fucking hell yeah I had some right I had some right scatters like my uh, I shot chorus with uh, what do you call it uh, my frostvex when he just deep striked with always just staring and the frostvex scattered straight off the table I was like great <laughs> yeah, that, that would have actually ruined him. But yeah, it's, those great things. But one thing I've been toying with just recently is uh, my angel tears giving them heavy flamers. 
not many, just just two heavy flamers yeah, in my ain't ain't angel tears because I've played Matt and I'll, we'll talk about that when I, Matt is able to get on as well because I've played his demons and the angel tears were absolutely ruthless against these demons ridiculously ruthless but that uh, a heavy flame well, you I gotta, mention, nice you gotta mention how cool his demons look though oh yeah to be, yeah, cool. to be awesome theme. what I should say I mean because I beat Matt but what I should say is Matt also knows that the corn rules are a bit broken so you know you get one victory point for every unit that's destroyed so he never takes that purely because he says it's a bit too you know it's a bit too powerful so he's he's demon force is like a uh, they're like lava based aren't they and it's it's mm-hmm. so different and so fantastic. You know, they're so striking on the table. I I love how he's um uses his vor- his Vortox uh from the Age of Sigmar, you know, spell range, so he's got like a skull yeah. re- reaping tears for his Vortox and uh Vortec, you know, deployments or warp deployment or whatever. You know, they look... Yeah, they look so fantastic. It's so... And I love armies like that. I love it when you see an army that's just different from the norm. You know? Well, the demons are so cool because, I mean, what's a demon at that point? I mean, you can... I've seen stuff where they take, like, the night haunts from Age of Sigmar and they put, like, guns on their hands and, like, so they're a bunch of, like floating like ad mechy things and they use that as a as a demon because like you know it, technically while there are kind of tropes that they follow like a nurgle or a corn or a slanesh it's it's literally like a blank slate that's yeah. like matt i love his army is he went and used traditional models but he went with his whole like dude i'm like lava demon things right and that's just like a totally cool like imagine that army playing against the salamander army would be so cool yeah well i mean i started to make demons lists uh, or army didn't get very far but i used uh the treatment from age of sigma because if you they're painted okay. upright i thought you know all the branches coming off you can yeah take a bit of the corners out so it's more like of a smoke and just have that as a uh, warp just smoking off them and you know that mm-hmm. when you paint it right that they, they do look quite uh scary looking anyway so there's loads of because i don't i don't don't really like some of the uh traditional you know just normal de like the uh corn or slanesh sometimes i just want just you know regular demons you know it doesn't have to be with a uh a symbol i just want normal demons so that that's why i try to uh do i know the one way it's just why is i can't maldic or something like that they all say that demon that hates chaos oh uh i know what you're saying the yeah. black and white so that yeah so they that tends to be what my demon ones are which are you know is normally after psychers and demons but i just think it's it's nice having that like the four drawed beasts 
there's no lead uh, symbol that they're aligned to. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, warp demons. So I, I quite like that uh, part of them. Kind, of, that's why I like Cal Volpak. It's not really a uh, one or the other. It's just a possessed space marine. Uh, the the UK or not UK um, the Australian guys the Mortal Ball events like in their book which you can no longer purchase anymore but I do have and it's going for like crazy amounts of money uh, because they got C&D by GW but um, in that book they have possessed marines so in there if you think about it like in the gameplay and the way they write it in there so like you have the Looper Kai right for the um sons of horus right they were in ventral spirit where they uh you know they're the possessed sons of horus that kind of look like wolves but you could do that for space wolves right you can say here's our 13th company and they have cool rules in there or you can you know i mean if you want to go down the path and i can see it it's like hey we're we're guys that are like possessed by the spirit of the emperor right but, you know, um, and do something cool by that angle. I mean, there's so many uh, rules. I mean, like the Blood Angels, we'd never got rules for Sanguinary Guard, which was a joke. I, although I love Dawnbringers, I don't think there was a need for them. They could have just done Sanguinary Guard and had that mm. unit as a specialist assault, assault unit, like just a normal troop, but maybe not as powerful as what they are, but... I don't think it was needed to like like your fireborn have something similar in that vein and mm-hmm. rather you know because we're missing sanguinary guard but like we was talking about earlier if they was to release a red book and just have a unit for each of the legions blood angels can have sanguinary guard in the loyalist things you know if you in the traitor you could have like you're saying the uh possessed uh spite uh space not Space Wars, Sons of Horus. You know, there's there's normally units that have been mentioned in the books that we can't use yet, so... And you, everyone would buy that book. Well, I mean, they're in the... I just finished up Titan Death, and they are in, they're in there. Yeah. Right? But... They're, escorting, they're escorting Sanguinius around. Yeah. So it's not like they didn't exist. And then the cool thing about it, it's another plastic box that already exists that can be purchased and used. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, they're a big thing in the uh, heresy because they all fight uh, Kurs, don't they? And they all get butchered. <laughs> so he, he goes, <laughs> well, they try, to, they try to put their weapons up, and then, I mean, but they are also going against the Primarchs. So yeah, they yeah, they're all get, they all do get butchered. But uh, which, obviously, you'd expect from Kurs, wouldn't you, So. But yeah, it's it's a big it's it's a defining unit in the fluff, and you haven't got that like like you say with the uh, space wolves. I mean, uh, sorry, space wolves, son, sons of Horus. You could have rules for uh, little Horus in there because he hasn't got rules, and that how many people would love to be able to uh, have little Horus. So, yeah. and you, but you could do that. You could do that if you go Titanic style with the, which I think they should do. Personally, I just like the format. I mean, I love Titanicus, so I'm probably not the best guy to like. Yeah. But they released like 
oh, six books, and then they, and then they released a loyalist faction, and then they're going to release a traitor's faction. If but I, in there, you were getting new units, new legios, all kinds of stuff. If I was to get my wish, which I'm pretty sure I won't get my wish, uh, I'd like them to release the last book of Mechanica, like one last black book, so it's a complete collection of ten, and then, like you say, just carry on with the Titanica style release. That's mm-hmm. that would be my wish. Uh, just because I think he doing a Mechanicum book would, I think, would finish off the black books really nice. Um, like Mechanicum and Dark Mechanicum type thing. Yeah, exactly. And even put in something there where you know, if you need a few more spaces, just like agents. So. You know, assassins and that kind of thing. You know, I think mm-hmm. that would be really cool to have that as a, just as a final book to, you know, nice book collection of 10. And then, like you say, just do the uh, Titanicus or Necromunda style release. And I'm down because I like round numbers. So if they do one black book, yeah. I mean, but I'm not going to complain. I don't think they will, but. It would be nice. No. Just take it to 10, GW, if you're listening. Andy, Yeah. just take it to 10. Turn it up to 10. But like you say, if we're just happy to be seeing some boxes, probably someone in GW is probably not happy we've seen them pictures, but we're excited. I'm a- yeah, but here, how many, if you look at and you kind of muddle through all the bullshit, most people are happy and most people are excited because it does look like a box game release. And that's the biggest thing, right? Like, you know, bless you. You know, like one of those things that you didn't get the mutant time. So now you kind of have to edit that too and try to find the mark. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But I think what happens is people are just, your true heresy fans are just, it's been a pretty cool two days, right? If you think about it, Friday you got Argyle Tall. Saturday you got some cool, you know, picture releases. So, well, who, who can go wrong with that? I've been listening to, well, I've been hearing people saying, oh, we just want to know what's happening with the heresy and stuff. And I think a few months ago, I agree with there wasn't much going on with the heresy. But I think the last few, you know, last two months, I think there's been a good amount starting to come out. You know, a little few surprise. I mean, Argotol was just just out of the blue. You know, it, yeah. it, that was totally different. And I never thought they were going to make a model for him. Ever. Yeah, I mean, you can but say being honest. We all, they always said they was hoping to have Praetors. You know of for each of the legions and we've been excited seeing all the praetors so if someone said to you oh there's going to be a GW release you or Forge World release you'd go and say oh yeah it'll be praetors for iron warriors or something like that and then all of a sudden I'll go to all dropped you if you just think well hang on are they going to start doing other models back so it's straight away starts pumping you up about you know other things that you didn't think that was going to come out that they might be working on Mm-hmm. So it's, it's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's it's the slowly building the hype back up for heresy, and it's great to see. 
Agreed. So, shall we leave it there? Yeah. Is there anything you want, uh, if you anything you want to say or? No, just uh, you know, kind of. But if you're a Heresy fan, bask in this glory, man. It's awesome, right? Like we haven't gotten that love, which can be frustrating. I get that. I don't want to dismiss the, that it can be frustrating, but it's like these small little victories. Enjoy them, yep. right? I mean argue with people online too if you want <laughs> like I have done a fair amount of that you know but it's like uh, for all those years that he stuck through it's like uh, being uh, married to a significant other that's been in law school and you've just been struggling right on making money and then they're getting a job with a, a giant law firm and they're going to make like hundreds of thousands. It was like worth the pain. Right. So yeah. it's like worth all this to finally get there. So just bask and enjoy. And if someone poos on you, tell them to fuck off. <laughs> so, you know, enjoy your time. Yeah. And just remember if <laughs> this was definitely probably a fanboy statement now, but it's a fact. If these don't sell very well, then you're not getting anything else. So, but I can't yeah. see anyone not buying them. Why wouldn't you buy them? No, I mean, they're too good of a deal not to. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I mean, like I said, do we prefer Mark II? Probably. I'm right in there. But also, I mean, this is kind of nostalgia for me too, so I'm kind of caught up in that. I'll be honest. The, I'll be using them as seekers. So... There's a squad. That'd be cool. Yes, squad of seekers and probably maybe veteran support or something like that. That's what they'll be. Well, if you make your uh, Blood Angels wall defenders, they have all that Mark Six. Remember, because they in Mechanicum they straight up jacked all that at the end. Rolo Dorn. Yeah, well, well, taking all those Marks armor. Yeah, just just flies in and I think they're here to save Mars and he's just like nope load all the shit we're off to Earth <laughs> like you're here to save us no we're just we're packing everything up yeah. <laughs> like where, where are we moving it to Earth <laughs> but I mean I I like landing them series I really love uh, Land I think he's such a great character yeah, he is, because he ties a lot of the stuff together, obviously. But I like him because he's... I can't remember if I was reading it or watching it. One thing I love about the background, whether it's 40K or 30K, I like when we get a novel every once in a while, like, you know, Xenos, uh, like the Eisenhorn series, where it's not necessarily a battle, but it's like a detective-type series, right? Where battles happen but that's not the main storyline right um and, and like all the things in Ark and Land I think should have like some kind of book series or something because he's important but he's doing stuff that has a greater impact I'll be honest right? I, but but not necessarily on the battlefield doing that uh, I would have probably been a lot more fired up for 40k if he'd have been land rather than cruel or whatever his name it just yeah it just seems that, I mean even in Paris he's like he's a he's a nobody whereas if you're a Primarch of the Ultramarines why would you give it to someone who you know is a nobody over land 
I mean, maybe that's a, a thing that's going to be dis- uh, talked about later on, but because no one knows what happened to Landy, just went missing, didn't they? So mm-hmm. they presume he's dead. Well, don't get me don't get me started on the current state of 40k because all of this. Nah, it's just it's 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 a theft of a heresy that it's just repeating its cycle. That's all it's doing. Yeah, but to be fair, do you remember that uh, what Valdor says: "All things come back round." Because that's what he says about yeah. the Emperor as well, doesn't he? And they said, what happens if the Emperor dies? Mm-hmm. And he says, everything is a circle. It'll all come back round. And it hints that the Emperor's going to come back. Which would be nice. Well, but, spoiler alert, you know Valdor's still alive, right? I know. See, I've always He's in believed... the Revenant, new Revenant book. Ah, uh, okay. I'll I... confirm it. Your blind supposed... old boys are hanging out with him. See, are you always... Oh, are they? See, I, I'm yeah. so far behind with 40k books. It's a, it's a shame because it just it hasn't. I've lost my mojo with it all. Even though I've started painting some 40k, I've just got no, no real great desire at the moment. Uh, but and uh, even even sisters, sisters were one of my favourite uh, forces, which always pisses me off when people say about. Uh, females in uh, games workshop and then there's like our oh, sisters of battle don't count and I'm like why? And it's like oh they're nothing for us and I'm like what? it's my, one of my favourite armies Dude, those models are beautiful yeah I, I had a beautiful. Si- I've had a sister's army when there was metal you know I've I've, oh, got, yeah. I've got the for- old forge world uh, exodus model you know the uh, one I have always loved uh, my oh, sister with the, with the actual like whirlwind looking one yeah I mean, yeah. I've always loved my sister's force, so I hate it when people just, just say they're nothing for me because I, I absolutely love sisters. But uh, There's nothing more badass than pious nuns ready to kick some ass, dude. Yeah. That, it, that's like... I, they, they have to me a sense of, you know, just bolt a fire. You know, like Fury of the Legion. Yeah. That's how I imagine just yeah. sisters just being now. Just pure, just firepower. I, and, I love and if that. you're still moving those just torture just to make sure yeah exactly I absolutely love him but uh, yeah I I always understood that he was still alive but I never saw anything to prove it you know there was never when there's released models and says oh this is a really famous uh, or in the Gilliman books oh, I've got one of the leaders of Custodes and I was thinking well why isn't he Valdor? Why isn't Valdor there? So I'm guessing he just doesn't move from the Emperor's right hand or whatever. No, so so what happened? Now, this is coming in second part because I haven't read the book. Spoiler alert for anyone out there. So what happens is when everything goes down, he finds like a rift in the warp or creates a rift in the warp. Or maybe it, maybe it's even in the, the webway portal. And basically is rebuilding the power of, like, the custodes. And he's, like, toiling away, like, called it, basically. And he's called the Lord of the Yellow or King King of the Yellow because of his golden armor. And he's, like, toiling away, and there's, like, blood angels there. And, like, these... I can't remember what he says. They, like, they conquered their red thirst or their... 
like I can't remember the exact contents of it. You know, I'm trying to go off what was told to me, but it was in uh, the new Ravener book. Oh, the looks like one that was released. Looks like I'm going to be buying a certain book now. Then, hey, hey, guys, you just got to upgrade like me and just have someone read it to you. It's so uh, much easier that way. Nah, stop that. I, I like reading. Yeah. I like having someone read it to me, and but I buy all the. That's the thing is, I buy it, so it's kind of stupid if you think about it because i just bought mortis right but i already bought mortis the hardback for my collection so every time a book comes out i'm spending like 60 bucks so right because i buy the book in hardback and then i buy the audio so i uh you know i popped around to pete's to have a game i saw he's like geek room and mm-hmm. he's got all these lovely bookshelves and a nice leather chair and you can see oh I swear there was a smoking jacket just, you know, there with a... You know. Yeah. He's got a leather chair. You know he's got a pipe somewhere. And he's got... He, I've, I've always wanted... He's got one of them uh, globes that opens up and it's just like whiskeys and stuff <laughs> inside. He's got one of them. <laughs> a world map that doesn't spin. It's just stuck in one spot because he doesn't want, you know, people to spin in his whiskey bottles around. Yeah. yeah you know, he had a, uh, yeah, a nice little crystal glass which you know probably costs more than my heresy army or something like that so yeah yeah, I've got a set of eight of these or something so I saw his his whole hobby set up it it was inspiring that's awesome see what happens when you can do when you don't have kids god yeah yeah we've well we've we've made uh Thinking of going around regularly for games, we're going to play, play Necromunda soon, so. There you go. That'll be fun. Yeah. And I'm trying, that's, so I have, I have some buddies that I used to play 40K with like 25 years ago, moved back to Arizona, down where I live. And we played 40K like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, maybe. We played 40K. And then I had Titanicus and I'm like, oh, we bought a bunch of stuff. So then I played a Titanicus game. And then, well, one buddy who's, like, super into Eldar, and then my other buddy who's super into um, Mechanicum, I'm like, well, they're like, well, we're not opposed to playing 30K. We just don't know. I was like, oh, shoot, I'll get you guys set up. So it's like I'm slowly <laughs> pulling them in because they played Titanicus and had an absolute blast. They're like, oh, my God, this is cool. And I'm like, yeah, you know, because they were out of my house. I had terrain all set up, even though my – models were painted because I had sold my Titanicus. Um, you know, I still had the models built and on bases and stuff like that. So we played and they're like, oh, this is really easy. This is really fun. So slowly drawing them into my side. But then they're also like super pumped for Necromunda because I was like, yeah, I have all the tiles and everything, but I haven't painted them yet. They're still all in the box. So that's my big thing is, I mean, I love Necromunda as well. Yeah, I've like I say, I think there's there's always spaces for complicated games. So, and I definitely think Titanicus, Necromunda, are in them brackets. And like I say, I can't wait to start playing Necromunda. It, like you said uh, a little while ago, it's a palate cleanser. And we all need a palate cleanser. Uh, it is you know when you're going through all these games and stuff but 
Right, so I think we should call it there and I'll either release, I, I don't know what's going to happen, I'll either release this episode, it's just us two talking trash or <laughs> I dare say everyone's, you know, when Matt, Rick and uh, Pete are going to be wanting to talk about what we've just talked about. So uh, <laughs> I dare say we'll be reviewing this. I mean, we can again. always get their hot take, yeah. We yeah. can always get their hot takes as well. Well, yeah, I mean, so, mate, if you're able to, maybe you could just do one with Rick and I'll try and get Matt and uh, Peter at some point and we can just either add you onto the show or just do a like, little mini. We could do Rick's reviews and then a Matt review and then a Pete review. And then mm-hmm, see, that'd be cool. yeah, see what they say. So I'll leave that up. Oh, and you could get Chad and... Uh, and sorry, I forgot the bloke's name the one who offered to pay Game. yeah that's it offered to pay, pay for Rick's uh, oh my ticket God. yeah he failed miserably yeah so he, d- he did say uh, May in 2022 though didn't he no it was this year <laughs> he, he 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 failed miserably so but yeah we'll try and get uh, that sorted so anyone who's listening to us can have everyone else's view as well so cheers everyone for listening and cheers for Carl for joining us always it's always a pleasure it's fun so we're recording now so what do you want to talk about first well I mean I think we kind of have to talk about the the absolutely huge news don't we the uh, new potential plastic box set yeah so what do you think about it then oh good gods i'm extremely happy okay i will get it out of the way immediately as with everyone yes i would have liked to have seen mark ii but all things considered i think this is an absolutely fantastic thing for us it seems to be a huge huge set as well i mean we're talking what 30 marines 10 terminators spartan contemptor and two characters yeah i've i've guessed 150 to 180 but i'm going for 150 i think how much was the grandmaster edition of titanicus 175 so i i should just just quickly point out yep. this because uh i'm obviously shit at editing so whoever's listening to this we're recording this a few days after speaking to kyle so all i so the one or two things might get uh, repeated and one or two things might be a bit in weird positions but when i was talking to kyle i worked out three uh mark four uh tactical squads a terminators and the plastic contemptor worked out to 165 pounds so yeah i didn't use what 30 pound per squad yeah including terminators i think the terminators are 40 if i remember correctly Ah. Well, remember that, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're talking three squads is 30 quid each. Yeah. 90 pound. Contemptors, 40. I think they're 35. 35, yeah. So that's, but it does seem to have an extra sprue in it because I think that's the current plastic contemptor with an extra sprue. I know some people are saying it's a whole new one. It looks like the current one with an extra sprue to me. Extra yeah. Arms that, and back. That, well, I don't know. The legs seem a little bit better positioned. 
well, yeah, it'd be hard for them to be worse. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> I, that's true. I still don't understand why they had to make that walking. I think if they'd have had that standing still, it'd have been fine. It would have. It would have. Or even just made it the ball joint so you could pivot the you know the torso. Yeah, anyway, that would have been nice. Anyway, but yeah, anyway, yeah, we're, yeah, we're it's, picking, it's hundreds of pounds. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that 175 pound is what it's going to come to. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised at 200. I wouldn't be disappointed at 200, but I think 175, whatever, the, which is, if I recall is exactly how much the Grandmaster Edition was. The and gra- that's what I think this is going to be. I think it's going to be a temporary Grandmaster type thing, and then we're going to see more of a starter kit after it. Yeah, the Grandmaster was £185. Uh, uh, sorry, £180, pounds, sorry. I don't know why uh, I added that fiver. Uh, <laughs> so, obviously, that was the most expensive kit of the time. That's why I think it'll... I don't see going to 200. I can see going roughly to either to the Grandmaster or, you know, a little bit less. I mean, obviously, with my calculations, 150, you get the probably the characters and the Spartan 3, which, to be fair, seems a little bit too much. Keep in mind, there seems to be 10 Terminators in there. Does there? As well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, can't... the Terminators stretch back out the back. So... That's uh, that's why I'm thinking 175, which you'd still then therefore yeah. be getting characters in there. Do you find it weird having cataphracty terminators? Um, I don't know because they've painted them up as uh, imperial fists. I think it kind of suits. Um, it would have been nice to see a whole new terminator kit. Again, it's hard to tell from those photos whether that's just the current plastic cataphracty kit or whether it's going to have some upgrades in it. Um. Would you have, think, what would you have thought if they actually gave you the uh, normal Terminators? The is it Dominus? Indomitus. Yeah. If they made them a bit more heresy appropriate, I would have been absolutely fine with some Indomitus Terminators. I think if nothing else, we might have gotten some better rules for them, which well, would have been nice. That, that's what I was just thinking. It, it could have opened up a totally new idea behind them. You know, made them different rules, which could have been quite cool. Absolutely, and for what seems to be a Siege of Terror styled. Um, uh, kit with the Imperial Fists and the um, Sons of Horus I think Indomitus would have suited really well but we got Cataphracty and I suppose Cataphracty are kind of the favourites mm. everyone loves a good Cataphracty Terminator yeah like a, sorry like I say we're just nitpicking here you know mm-hmm. we both me and Kyle have already said how you know fantastic it is just to be even gained something so yes. you know that, yeah, no, incredibly, incredibly happy with it. There's, there's plenty I could sit and say, and oh, I wish it was that. Oh, I would have liked to have this. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's a new plastic heresy kit. Uh, it still has a scatter dice, so yay. Um, yeah. And uh, a plastic Spartan, or what appears to be a plastic Spartan. Yeah, I, like we've already been seeing good people uh, counting tracks and everything like that to see how many tracks he has composed compared to the uh, resin one yeah no no that's definitely a different spartan yeah whether it's a conversion and someone's running a massive hoax or i think i i choose to believe oh, could you I imagine it'd be a hoax that would be sensational i would be oh, man. That we didn't do it yeah <laughs> I, i'd be so angry but i'll just at the same time just think that is an absolute genius genius yeah. move oh man it I'd never forget that. Like, I, I think it'd always be talked about. Remember that time? Heresy. Thought that was gain all this stuff. Oh, 
But yeah, um, uh, I said to Kyle, the on the front doors of the Spartan, the resin ones don't open and stay open because he hasn't got that little connector that the uh, plastic Land Raider has. So mm. the fact, yes, obviously they can glue them open, but I think the fact that it's staying open shows that it's, they've got that connector. So GW have uh, made a plastic version to make it work so you can hinge the doors. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's the huge thing. Um, it, it very clearly shows it's not the standard Spartan. And the Games Workshops aren't known for putting something on a box that isn't in there without noting it. Yeah. As we can see in the bottom left, the what appears to say scenery not included. I really hope it doesn't say Spartan not included. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it says scenery not included. <laughs> uh, but no, I am, I'm beyond excited for the idea of this and the big question now is how many am i buying <laughs> well that is the big question i mean do you think obviously i know you said you'd rather it be mark two yeah or some people might might mark five uh do you think people are going to use the mark six as different parts of their army so when i'm looking at the mark six i'm i'm thinking that will be my Seeker squad. All my Seekers will be Mark Six. Do you think people will do that, or do you just not think, think they'll care? I think you're going to see a lot of people swapping the head out and using it as Mark V, because it's a fairly similar... Obviously, Mark V is all sorts of patterns at once, but the shoulder pads are the same as Mark V. The backpack, I think, is the same as the resin Mark V, if I recall. Um, I think you're going to find a lot of people trying to move it a little bit away from Mark Six. Um, but yeah, I think we can see a lot of Seeker squads. We can see a lot of Alpha Legion and Raven Guard armies coming up. Yeah, I think that, I mean, them two armies themselves, it really does suit for them. Yeah, I think a lot of people who are starting new forces with this kit are going to do it. But it's also a bunch, you know, 30 extra Marines, 10 extra Terminators, Spartan Contemptor is a really good expansion to a force you already have. So yeah, I think you will end up with a lot of 10 man Seeker squads. So do you have a, do you own a Spartan? I actually don't. I um I was buying one for the slow grow this year, but I think I'll hold off on that now. Yeah. So my uh my thing is the reason because we've heard rumors about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. The reason I thought the Spartan was a good call is because you and Pete have probably the exception to the rules of you don't actually I don't think Kyle has as a Spartan. Yeah. So my theory is going totally out the window now. <laughs> they are fairly ubiquitous. Spartans, yeah. though, so I, I always thought about probably about seventy-five to 80% of heresy players had a Spartan. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Blood Angels has got a Spartan. Ironically, I have an Iron Hands Spartan, uh, which never comes out. But my Raven Guard was never going to have a Spartan because I thought they're only going to be you know, a bit part force. You know, yes, I like painting them and whatever, I'll play them, but a Spartan is a lot of money to dish out. Mm. And I thought, I'm nev- they'll never have a Spartan. With it being plastic, suddenly, I think, yeah, I might as well have one for that. And I think most Heresy players probably already have a Spartan. They won't buy a second resin Spartan, most of them. I know there's exceptions of people running certain armies where they're, they're multiple. But, uh, yeah, look at you, Space Wolves player that I played in uh, Throne of Skulls. How many did he have? Three. <laughs> I think it was two Spartans and two Land Raiders. <laughs> I got slaughtered with my militia army. 
<laughs> I couldn't touch it, but yes, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, so, uh, well, it, it's just a case of when all of a sudden that price drop, because I'm guessing the Spartan's going to be about 75 quid. I think it's 105, 110 now. So, all of a sudden, that sudden price drop, hopefully I'm right, will make me more inclined to buy that second Spartan for that force that I wasn't going to have. So, in a way, it's making you spend money that you wouldn't have spent before. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, then, you know, once you've got a Spartan, you need things to put in it. Yeah. So, oh, exactly. Um, no, every, pretty much every force I, I own is going to end up getting a Spartan with this kit as long as I can get my hands on enough of them. Well, do you think... Well, this is going to be a stupid question because I think we both know the answer and I think everyone listening will know the answer. Do you think it's going to be a limited time run? Yes. Yeah. I I think we're going to see limited time run of this. I hope we will then see a Heresy starter kit that's smaller than this. And it'll be very similar to this, but mm. five Terminators, no Spartan, maybe only 20 Marines, something like that. Yeah. Um, tell- that's what I think. I think they've done exactly that with Titanicus. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think this will be a limited time thing. I know me and Peter have already talked about buying one each, probably buying a second to split. I mean, we can all, I think me, you, and Pete can all already uh, negotiate things like that about splitting. Price uh, dependent. I'm currently planning on four. Four. Four, maybe five. But do you need all the bits? You you just want yeah. the Spartan now, however, more. Don't Pretty you? much. I'm not super bothered by the Terminators because I have a hundred Night Lords Terminators. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want one for my Night Lords because they could do with Spartan and a bunch of extra Marines is always nice. Um, I want one for my World Eaters because it finishes my World Eaters off very very nicely. That and Angron, my World Eaters are, are done. Obviously, I've still got to paint them. I have a plan for a Black Shields force next year, and then I want a fourth one to put, which I wish I always wish I'd done with Calvin Prospero, and I think we all do. I always wish I bought one or two and put it on a shelf for a future project. Yeah. So, yeah, four. Yeah, I mean, well, say if it's... Say we go for 175. It's a lot of money you're spending there. Yeah, I mean, by the time you look at local game store discounts, which I'm hoping this is going to be available at a local game store... I was expecting about six hundred pound. Yeah, well, seven hundred. I think it works out to four. Of them. Yeah, seven hundred for four of them without any discounts. But yeah, I'm hoping that I can get it through one of my local game stores for a little bit less. Yeah, well, obviously we all hope that because, <laughs> but regardless, even if it's full price, and our yeah. GW are going to release to local game stores, but even full price, you're still saving a lot of money. Yeah, and at full price with one seven five, I'd probably buy three. Yeah, may not buy a fourth, but it also come down to will they re-release Calvin Prospero if they see that this goes well? I uh, say um, I wouldn't think so. I purely because I think this is a better set than both of them. It is, it is definitely. But I mean, if they're looking to do a getting started with Heresy box set, yeah, I could I could see a. I mean, what the box sets now eighty-five pounds. So yeah. you know, twenty men, probably Terminators and a character yeah. in. I think yeah. that would be perfect. You know, you could have say if there were to do Mark three, one to uh, two, three, four. Yeah, and maybe just miss five or something like that. Because I can't, I can't see him doing all their marks as a uh, start collecting. 
yeah, I don't think you'll. I don't think we'll get a, a plastic Mark V ever because you kind of just combine other kits to make yeah. a Mark V equivalent. I know there's the debate of Mark V. We have a Mark V model, but also Mark V is meant to be an amalgamation. Yeah, I, mean, I think if, if any of them are going to get missed, it'll be five. They could always just bring out a uh, little add-on sprue, you know, yeah. like uh, your chapter Pacific ones they do now. Yeah, you know, which would be perfect. Just a you know five heads maybe mm. five different torsos or you know just a little add-on but anyway so they do say two three four and start collecting mm-hmm. um with terminators probably in two of them and then maybe i don't know a rhino yeah or the contemptor again or something yeah. like that i mean that that'd be a fantastic way to uh for people to start heresy yeah, I think if nothing else, this um, this big box set, this uh, Grandmaster type box set is going to be the testing the waters and how this does is going to dictate what they do with Plastic Heresy going forward. Mm. So how about uh, Argotal? Uh, oh, I had completely forgotten about Argotal. Oh my God, what a beautiful model. So do you not wish he had a spear? No, because I don't think he tends to use his spear and sword when he's in his demon form, does he? Well, see, I I talked about this before. I believe this is a lot closer to Terra, is mm. how they're making mm. models now, rather than the start of the heresy. That's why I believe they've gone down this road. I know he doesn't get to Terra, he dies, but... Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no. like, For a 10-year-old book. Yeah, no, no great shame bloody toss oh <laughs> no i think it's an absolutely fantastic model and i think we've seen in the past especially on larger models multiple options i wouldn't be that surprised to see perhaps he will have a spear and or sword arm available at the end i think if you're uh people can convert him with a spear yeah and i don't think it's that hard to do so no, no i think maybe this would have been a better way but anyway me and Carl have talked about this, so let you talk about what you think about the model. Uh, I think it's absolutely gorgeous. I think it's kind of the centerpiece for Galvalback forces that they've been waiting for. Um, now, I know there's... Oh, I can't remember his name. Zadu Layak. I know he's somewhat um, similar to the... Uh, to the Galvor back, but he's not exactly the same. I think people have been crying out for this model for a long, long time. I'm pleasantly surprised to see a character who doesn't have rules yet get in a model because it means there will be more rules coming. I mean, there's no way they're going to release this and not give him rules. Yeah. Um, while Malagurst was absolutely great to see a Malagurst model come out and Salt Harvitz, we did already have rules for those. Um, this is something people have been asking. People have been asking for just rules for Argotal for a long time, and this is really Forge World over delivering. Perhaps a little late, but over delivering nonetheless on what people actually were wanted yeah it, like I says it definitely was surprise a surprise because i mean i remember in the weekenders it just says well what's the point you can just make him mm. using the current rules you know he's no Absolutely. he's no different yeah and i mean uh the characters in galvaback uh squads the, their sergeant equivalent dark martyrs are almost praetor equivalents they're the yeah. three wounds they're like four attacks or something mad like that so yeah, I could see that you could have just made one of those into Argotal, and a lot of people I know have. 
But no, I think this has been a long overdue model. And I hope that the rules uh, suit him. Um, It's also the absolute best Ultramarines model that I've ever seen. (laughs) People like that. Yeah. (laughs) So on that, I was saying to Kyle, I'm a little bit surprised they've made him an Ultramarine. I can obviously understand Kalf and stuff, Mm. but I think if they'd have made him an Imperial Fist, you know, I know he doesn't get to terror and stuff, but just painting him up, I think people would understand that that may be a little bit later in the heresy than what they be- uh, believe, but probably totally wrong. People would probably still moan that he hasn't got a spear. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you look at the model, that right arm looks very, very detachable. Um, I don't know about the left one because, of course, there's the half of the Marine on the base as well, but that right arm is in his right. It looks like it could very easily have an alternative in there with I, for- the spear. I forget how he actually unlocks the uh, using the uh, spear because I remember him playing around with it for ages before yeah, he figures I... out how to unlock it, there's something to do with I can't remember how he is no it's been quite a long time I don't really recall Yeah, I might have to reread the book Yeah, but it's a fantastic set of books um First Heretic and Betrayer, both really, really good. Yeah, so we're all excited about that. Uh, is yeah. there anything else you want to talk about what's happening recently with the Heresy scene? Um, Not a huge amount, really. I suppose we're finally getting back towards being able to play games again. We've we've been able to get out and play a couple of games. Your Blood Angels absolutely slaughtered my demons, but we won't talk about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about your demons because I think people have a bit of questions about your demons because they're so uh, different. So yes. do you want to have a little talk about your demons force? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in classic Horus Heresy um, fashion, my Demons Force was intended to be a very small side project to sit alongside my World Eaters. Um, it was going to be an allied detachment, and I'm now looking at raising it to 4,000 points. Um, it's a concept, I think we've seen this concept quite a few times of, uh, that people talk about the idea of a lava demon or a magma demon force, but I actually very rarely have seen anyone do it. And I wanted to really push myself with a bit of object source lighting, learn a few new techniques for painting. And so I started doing it and just found I really, really enjoyed it. And it gave really, if I do say so myself, um, really good results. Oh, yeah. Def- it's definitely fantastic. Fantastic looking uh, army. Yeah. I like that you've done a lot of small uh, small details as well, you know, yeah. like your uh, warp rifts and stuff. Yes, the water portals. I really wanted it to look like those were the source of the magma on the ground or the lava on the ground, um, and the demons were spawning out of them, almost like spawning pools. Um, that's why you can see a few bloodletters kind of pulling themselves up out of that lava. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was just a really nice little concept that kind of ended up taking over. And I sat and painted absolutely tons of them. So you obviously have a mainly uh, corn yes star force is it the corn you actually use the uh rights of war with yes yes so it's the um crimson slaughter no crimson fury crimson fury etheric dominion that i use for them um but i absolutely 100 percent refuse to use the their special rule of being able to swap out their objective i think the corn one is 
just not fun for your opponent if you use it. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't use that part of, of the rules. But, yeah, I, I very much everything's got blast collars. Obviously, everything's got molten blood. Um, it just kind of makes sense. Um, but, yeah, pretty much all the models are corn. The entire force is based around it. And then the big centerpiece model that I'm just finishing off now is going to be Cabanda. Ah, oh, nice. Well, we'll, def- we'll definitely have to uh, do Cygnus at yes. some point. Yeah, we we started trying to do it the other day and realised we probably needed to have read, read the whole uh, campaign system rather than just pick up one random mission and try and use that. Yeah, yeah, very much so. We, uh, we were looking at the rules like, I don't understand what this is referencing to. <laughs> so, yeah, it would definitely be good to uh, start up a campaign. Definitely. Uh, I know Pete's interested as well. Excellent. Uh, we can get meeting down uh, boards in Brom and see if anyone else is interested. Well, we just now things are opening up. I think we should start looking at doing some campaigns or something like that. Something yeah. really to start people getting people um, motivated. We are starting to see that. Um, obviously, slight tangent, but like at the at the club there, it's really nice to see heresy growing again so i think this week we've got 10 people coming down to play heresy um it's growing every every uh week and that's really nice to see i know 10 might not seem a lot to some clubs and such but we were reaching a point sometimes where there was only four of us each week showing up yeah um but no it's really good we've got a few new players and i think this plastic box set um is going to really really push people into it and if it does turn out to a to be a fake games workshop need to see how much hype there's been for it and get on it yeah i, I like i says i think that would be It'd be de- definitely one of the best hoaxes I've seen. Well, it would be the best hoax I've seen for uh, GW. I yeah. think definitely. I, I think it's real. And I think one thing that um, I've noted is we've been hearing rumours of things like this Plastic Mark Six, Plastic Spartan in a new box set for a long time. I don't know if the earliest rumours were true, but I think perhaps people at Games Workshop have noticed those rumours, noticed how excited people got over the idea of a Plastic Spartan, and that's what's birthed this Plastic Spartan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, well, it's an exciting time again. It's yeah. been a long time since it was anything Horse Heresy could be considered exciting, really. It's yeah. been dead in the water for quite a long time, but now it's definitely uh, ramping up. Well, yeah, and we're getting new characters pretty much every yeah. month again now. I'm probably saying dead in the water is a bit, bit of a uh, over-exaggeration, but, you know, it's it's yeah, tides it, it are did, turning. Yeah, yeah, it did start to stagnate a little bit and focus was put elsewhere, and I think yeah. they've realised there's still a lot of money in heresy. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited for new rules. Yes. New rules make a game brand new. You know, everyone's it, learning new things from scratch you start getting hearing excitement of people discovering certain things and yeah new i can't wait for the new rules to be honest as long as yeah hopefully they're good yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to some new rules obviously i know it seems very controversial in heresy uh, there's always this discussion of oh should it go to ninth should it not I, i'm excited for new rules but i hope that they're not just a carbon copy of the ninth edition rules or anything like that no. i think it's good to keep them separate yeah well we've I think Kyle's already had us me and Kyle have probably already had a bit of a tangent on that so we probably don't yeah, need no. to talk about that because we've like I says we've already had a yeah, no people can learn new games and stuff and why does everything have to be the same yeah 
So, yeah, that's definitely exciting times. Is there anything you'd like to see uh, going forward? You know, if GW was to release a plastic kit uh, for the next edition, which obviously we haven't seen before, an, a feasible one, I should say, what would you like to see? Are you talking like just a a singular unit uh, of some kind? Sorry, I, I'm talking about maybe resin to plastic. Assault Marines. Mm, yeah, I think that's well, I think that's a given. To be fair. Yeah, I think Assault Marines are there. They could be despoilers or Assault Marines. I think they're a, a very low hanging fruit um, yeah. for Games Workshop, especially if they made it a Mark II Assault Marine squad. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, yeah. I think. I think they've got to release all troops as plastic. Yeah. You know, but yeah, beaches. I think assault marines, you put normal backpacks in with them as well. You sell them as a 10 man box set for, I don't know, 40 quid or something like that. And I think people would snatch them off the shelves. A new plastic kit, which I would like to see, would be scouts, plastic scouts. Yeah, and so like recon marines. But in. But in, in scout armor, because we don't yeah. have any heresy scout armor i know there's lots of different ways you can make it but yeah yeah i wouldn't mind seeing that you know i'm i think uh sadly yeah the primaris ones look how scout should have been really yeah and it's a bit harsh because that scout squad is a very very old kit yeah you know so obviously they didn't have the technologies to do what they've done now but it, i would be I'd quite like to see new scouts because if we are getting new rules, who knows what they could be? Maybe uh, cat uh, price armor might actually be decent. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing scouts. I mean, I think I really think Carapace armor is not not that bad. Um, yes, I know it's not as uh, tough as yeah. I just, as things, I don't but how many AP four weapons are actually out there? I just don't think there's a reason for it. No, it's benefits you, aren't. Yeah, good you, there's, there's what it gives you over the power armor recon squads. I don't think it gives you enough to warrant you choosing that armor. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if there was a points reduction that you know, if you take that armor, the marines are ten points less or something like that. Maybe that would help, or you know, you get some something a different skill or something like that. But yeah, in addition to just. I always forget, is it they get scout base and infiltrate if they swap to that armor, or is it the other way around? Yeah, I think that it's scout base. Scout base, yeah. I think and it is. infiltrate. And if, if they take that armor. Yeah, it's just... Agreed, it's not quite enough, um, especially when you consider with some of their weapons, you don't really want to be setting up closer to the enemy. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean... Heavy Bolter Squad would rip it to pieces, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. But you are one of the only people I know who takes Heavy Bolter Squads. So. Well, now Dark Angels get the new rule book, and that, that is the case. <laughs> Looking at you, Lewis. <laughs> so, yeah, but definitely exciting times. So, who are you playing tonight? Because you've got a game tonight. Yeah, I think I'm playing against Iron Hands. Ooh, 3,000, nice. yeah. 3,000 point Iron Hands, so I'm taking demons with allied world eaters. I like Iron Hands. I think that they have got a real good set of rules. They, they have, of all the, what I'd call unupdated forces, I think Iron Hands are the best. Yeah. Um, I, rules wise. 
I've been tempted to buy Iron Hands purely because you saw them so much of the star of the heresy and you rarely see them now. Ooh, I think with your Raven Guard Force, it's a perfect opportunity to do a bit of a Shattered Legions. Oh, yeah. I've definitely been... To be honest, I've got uh, a Spartan and two Land Raiders, Proteus, yeah. that are all painted as Iron Hands. So uh, you fit a nice 45 Marines in there and that's a, yeah. that's a great Iron Hands Force. Yeah, so uh, I brought them for free for 200 quid off our friend Lee uh, yeah, because he's painted them decided mm. he's going to quit heresy so I brought him as a uh, I'm being like a garage for him because I'm <laughs> dare say at some point he's going to start back up and I can just say right there you go you can buy these back off me for 200 quid because uh, he's obviously already done them but yeah I've always been tempted by Iron Hands I just think just think salamanders is such a shame that if there's one legion the heresy didn't do anything justice for it's salamanders just so <laughs> oh i like my salamanders though i've not got much of a chance to play them but yeah. i enjoy my salamanders force yeah I feel they definitely needed a they've just not really been flushed out although no, no, no. i haven't read uh falcon's book so I need to read no, it. I haven't either, either. But yeah, unfortunately, in, in my opinion, at least on it, the the Salamanders, her Black Library books are some of the weaker ones. Yeah, and to be fair, they're not. There's not very many of them either. No, three, four. Yeah, and that's it. And then they don't really show up in many other ones. Yeah, um, so. I suppose really, Raven Guard, Salamanders, and Iron Hands are all in that same position though, and there are a lot of um, Shattered Legions books that cover them. Yeah. But even then, I think some of the um, the people from the other Shattered Legions was just better. Yeah. You know, the, I know oh, that... Endred Har and his Shattered Legions are the best Shattered Legion. Mm. Well, I suppose they're more Black Shields at that point, aren't they? But they yeah. kind of are because they were Shattered Legions. Some... See, I like... Uh, is he Wayland and the Raven Guard bloke? Yes. I love them. Yeah. I, lo- I love <laughs> it when they uh, kidnap that... Uh, Cypher, you know, the uh, Astro Mechanicum Cypher machine. Right, yeah. I love it. I love that little short story. And they just blow up mm-hmm. the whole world. But anyway, yeah, so. All the best uh, heresy stories end up with a blown up world. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, that, to be fair, that Raven Guard bloke, I, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. I can barely pronounce my name. So he's my favourite character in the heresy, I think. Out of everyone, he's my favourite character. So, uh, yeah, so do you want to go through what you're taking tonight and then people can get, get an idea about your uh, demons? Yeah, yeah, give me one second because uh, I'll pull I sh- the army list up now. Yeah, I should have done that at the start, you know, when you were talking about mm-hmm. your demons because that would have been a nice and a nice yeah, segue, would. really, wouldn't it? Instead of- it would, but no, it's fine. So the, the thoughts I'm taking tonight is going to be... The wildiest side of it is, which is the allied detachment, is a Praetor with all the usual Praetor upgrades, you know, Paragon Blade and such. Um, a nine-man veteran squad. Um, and they're in a Land Raider, a regular Proteus. A ten-man tactical marine squad, just foot slogging. A five-man tactical support squad with flamers in a Rhino. And a Xiphon Interceptor. Then the Demon side is a Runestorm Demon Chosen, 
a runestone greater demon. Um, generally speaking, with my demons, everything's got brass collars and molten blood, and then the the greater demon's got wings. The uh, demon chosen's got the one that gives him rending. Um, a sixteen man, essentially blood letter squad. Oh, sorry, two runestone greater demons because I'm that guy. Um, a sixteen man blood letter squad, all with molten blood, uh, rending, and brass collars, giving them a three up armor save. A six-man um, squad with wings, molten blood, and brass collars. A demon shrike flying around with rift barb, and a demon brute. One of the uh, a set of three demon brutes, um, which I'm using the juggernauts for. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, very similar to the list I used against you the other day. Um, quite a few big guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Totally missed it. And one. Uh, greater demonic beast as well which i use the uh throne the blood throne skull cannon model for yeah i mean i i think when our game you got tired of so what's the toughness of this one what's the toughness of this one yeah 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 yeah. and especially with them swapping turn one two being plus one toughness and then dropping down for three and four and five and six yeah um, but yeah, yeah, the demons are mostly kind of a combination of big guys and a couple of smaller squads, so, and then the world leaders are supporting that with three squads of infantry to kind of grab the objectives that the demons don't want to. So, when you're playing your demons, what's mm-hmm. this? What do you hate? What's the scary thing for you? Oh, insta death. Anything with instant death. Um, be that because their strength double toughness. So. Um, Contemptors absolutely slaughter my squads, um, or anything with Paragon Blades, Divining Blades, um, similar, you know, with the actual insta-death special rule. Demons are absolutely terrified of it because throughout the entire demon army outside of special characters, only your Ruinstorm Demon Lord is immune to instant death. Mm. To be fair, my uh, Blade Petition made some short work of some, oh, quite a few of your demons. <laughs> Again, actually, that's very similar with the instant death because it causes multi-wounds to each model. Um, Demon, one of Demon's big strengths is the fact that all of their models are at least two wounds. All your infantry are space marine stats with two wounds. But as soon as something comes along that causes multiple wounds, suddenly that premium you're paying for yeah. disappears. I mean, I think I think the worst one was about six wounds, wasn't it, when I yeah. played you? So, And to be fair, the Angel Tears were de- quite devastating <laughs> yeah the flag rate on those Volkites um, you caught me just outside of my warp portal so I couldn't like outside of the 6 inch bubble of the warp portal so I wasn't re-rolling my saves yeah yeah is that I mean sorry go on did you manage an 11 inch charge if I remember correctly I did getting... yes I did um, yeah that was and, and you had re-roll and you didn't even need it I think nope yeah yeah I got right <laughs> it worked out well but yeah i just still couldn't the big thing about demon's army is they hit very very hard early on um but if you can weather that initial storm either through your own placement through leaving things in reserve or anything like that they get very weak later do you think there's any units in the horus heresy scene that maybe doesn't get a look in except when demons come along where all of a sudden it changes that meta that makes that unit more viable so i mean um, box dreads than, could be a good shout 
yeah, other than the obvious nullificators, of course, nullificators are very much um, the the number one one for that. Um, box dreads. Now, box dreads are an odd one because actually our local meta uses box dreads quite a lot. But yes, I'd agree. Outside of there, box dreads don't get much of a look in. Heavy bolters are quite useful against demons. Um, other than that, I think pretty much if it's good against other things, it's good against demons. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, Medusans must must be a good one against it. Mm. You know, Strength 10, Blast, AP2. One of them, are just on your uh, blood letters or anything like yeah, that, could be very indicators, yeah. anything like that, anything that causes multi-wound or causes instant death, just absolutely deletes demons and that's the way it should be really like demons they are a scary force but they do struggle to uh, crack open armor yeah i know so they're not designed for it i mean me and peter have been speaking about this recently i think things like vindicators or oh, it's a very good unit very cheap but they're a little bit you don't see them very often it's like the normal standard predator auto cannon uh, heavy bolters great unit but you don't really see them very often. I, I'm so surprised. Again, maybe it's just our local metas, but how few Vindicators you see. And I say that as someone who hasn't used a Vindicator in years. I own two that I need to finish painting up. They are absolutely fantastic units. You stick um, Machine Spirit on them, and they roll, and, and Dozer Blades is all they really need. And they roll around 12 inches per turn, blasting absolutely everything, ignoring half of penetrating hits. You know, just taking the whole point on the half head and hits because they don't care about crew stunned. That's oh, right, crew shaken. I always get those two mixed up. Yeah. Um, stick extra armor on them as well, and they don't care about crew stunned either. It pretty much does nothing to them. Regular vindicators, regular predators, really, really solid units that don't get much of a look in. Well, I mean, um, unfortunately, with machine spirit, you don't care about any of them anyway because yeah. you're always firing. Yeah, and being able to move twelve inches and then fire is just so so huge and you want to talk about plastic heresy like the mars pattern vindicator the mars pattern um predator look perfectly fine in the heresy era yeah so uh if, if you're so inclined swap those heavy bolters uh, those um, storm bolters out but just if you buy the chaos version of it it comes with a combi bolter anyway so i'm i might get this wrong uh no mate i will get it wrong but now i think tom gould from australia Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he runs quite a lot of plastic, uh, basically plastic GW stuff rather than mm-hmm. the resin stuff. Uh, now, it's either Tom or, you know, one of his friends. So maybe I have got it wrong. Uh, but that's what I've been looking at recently. I've been looking at cheap units, which you can get a lot of and just seeing how much I can make a big army essentially so mm. don't know all have to be plastic like the whirlwind scorpius is a fantastic tank for 115 points you know yeah it's you don't see them very often but because probably because they're overshadowed by things like uh leviathans and stuff which you could have three of them scorpions for one of them and they, I think three could easily take one out well uh, when scorpius not zero to one I feel like you can only have one for some reason Ooh. which might be why you don't see many of them because people like 
I know you, of things. Yeah, and I know that obviously you can't have them in a unit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember anything being zero to one, to be fair. I thought it was only the Land Raiders. I don't recall. But um, anyway, yeah, to be yeah. fair, I would... I wouldn't recommend more than one anyway, mm. you know. Uh, but yeah, so I've been looking at that, and I think land uh, vindicators are definitely falling that bracket with uh, just normal predators. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I know what I'm thinking of. So, whirlwind scorpiuses are one in a squad, but yes, they're not zero to one. But artillery tank squadrons are zero yeah. to one, which doesn't include the whirlwind scorpius. Yeah, I think. Uh, it's just like we've said before that whirlwind needs something else on top of that. I think um, the whirlwind Scorpius doesn't need anything. I think it just gets no. Sorry, I mean overlooked. Normal the regular whirlwind does. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not many units that I'd say are trash in Heresy, completely not a trash. But the regular whirlwind is definitely yeah. One. I I think they should combine them missiles at the very least and just give yeah. the normal missile uh, ignores cover and maybe just make it two shots. Yeah. I think that was. It definitely needs something. Yeah, I mean, if, if that made that two shots, so you could have a squadron of three for what two hundred and twenty-five points. Yeah. Uh, two shots. So I'm thinking I've got six Sorry. templates. I'm going to be using. That's going to be causing quite a lot of damage. And with with it being barrage, you could easily place it on a character in a squad and just make him roll so many saves. Even if it's a say. If you're shooting my blood angels, plunk it on my apothecary. He's only got a free up armor save because you'll have a jump pack. Just keep going, right, okay. You gotta do all your saves on the apothecary. Yes, I'll get lookout sirs, but I reckon I'm gonna be failing some of them and he's gonna die. It's a good sniper unit. Right, anyway, um I kind of need to finish setting up everything for um for your my game. game. Yeah. Yes. So uh, just quickly, have you mm-hmm. painted anything between the last game? Um, unfortunately not for the world eaters, though I finally found the shoulder pads and backpacks I was missing. Because I'm still in the middle of moving house, everything's kind of gone a bit missing. Yep. I mean, you know what that's like, the stuff that was in your storage. Yeah. Um, but I have... Painted... My apothecaries. <laughs> yes. God knows where they are. Um, I have painted most of my cabanda using the um, Forge World Bloodthirster model. Yep. I have painted a... Demon Shrike, which is the old metal bloodthirster model. And I've painted five more demonic beasts, um, for which I used the... I don't recall what they're called. They're the little bird creatures that come with the Furies. Raptorixes, I think they're called, from the Warcry. Nice. And I painted all those up for my demons. Um, in in my usual demon style, my, my commander needs a little bit more work, but he's most of the way there. Excellent. Right, yeah. so uh, we'll let you go, and then next episode we do need to talk about a game because yes. it's not many victories I have, so <laughs> I need I need to you know enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, and against a pretty hard force as well. My demons seem to be quite uh, notorious for being a strong force. Yeah, and to to be fair, I fit. Didn't you just make you made just made two of the charges yeah didn't you and you says because i mean i remember he's very on the edge and he said the second one he says no no we'll say that one wasn't in because you gave me that one i says no no fuck it say <laughs> both are in 
And to be fair, he worked out in my favour, didn't he? <laughs> it did, it did. And the the first one that I just about made, um, I just have to mention this, isn't I've everyone. I was using, it was with my demon lord, who had the, I forget what the uh, thing is called, the warlord trait is called, but there's a specific warlord trait where you take the amount of attacks you've got and you roll that many dice and pick the two highest for your uh, charge range. And it was like an eight-inch charge, and in five dice, I still only just managed to get an eight-inch charge. <laughs> <laughs> it was madness. But no, it was a good game. And yes. Hopefully a little bit of proof that... Sorry, we should say, you didn't take the corn uh, rules, so it might have changed, yeah. you know, the victory conditions. Yeah. Uh, so that is a I'll... big point, because... It is, but I think people have got to be reasonable when looking at things like that because um, the next week I played using those demons against a knight's army. And I, again, I didn't use the... It ended up being War of Lies. I lost the game against the knights 11 points to 6. If I had used the corn rules, I would have won the game 14 points to 11, despite the fact that he slaughtered me. Yeah. Absolutely slaughtered me. And that's how ridiculously powerful the corn Right, but for anyone who doesn't know, the, um, any corn, full corn demon army in the Demons of the Runestorm can swap any objectives, any primary objectives out for a new primary objective for their force only, where they get a victory point for every unit, friend or foe, destroyed in close combat, overwatch, or being overrun. It's insanely powerful. So, what would you like to see instead, just quickly? Um either swap it to just opponent swans or give it a negative as well so perhaps you lose a point for every unit destroyed in shooting mm, yeah that that's a good shout so, so saying that would definitely really force you to go all out yeah in the charge and it'd then... make the opponents want to pull back and shoot and also it'd make things like so if i'm flying my demon around with his rift barb my shrike shooting tanks i have to really think do I want to blow this tank up in shooting and know that it's not shooting at me anymore, but know that I'm losing a point for doing it? Do you or think, do I want to risk dropping out and trying to charge it? What about uh, making the rules that it has to be infantry, only infantry scoring, so you don't get that victory point for tanks? Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad either. You know, tanks, walkers and stuff, so if it's only infantry... Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, artillery, that, there's yeah. another loss of points, so if it was infantry only, then that would be... That'd probably be be a bit a little bit more balanced. Yeah. But, but I think they do say in the malevolence rules that kind of the demons are designed to be a bit more of a narrative force than anything. Yeah. Um so agree with your opponent. I think it comes down to tournament organizers and I don't know any tournaments I've ever, I haven't seen a single one or tournaments or events where they allow those demons secondary objectives to be used. Yep. Most of them just say they have to play the regular um objectives and that's fine with me. I think demons are perfectly fine. Yep. still a very powerful force and a very fun force hmm. some are different I think we definitely yeah. need to get King Fluff on yes. uh, soon to talk about his uh, events I know I I have spoke to him but in the next because I know he's got some events so in the next week or two we should really try to organise one another yes. talk <clears throat> so we can do that if I heard that so yep. uh, right let yeah. you guys ready and uh, thanks very I'm, much I'm going to uh carry on playing painting my omega tank brilliant so good speaking to you matt thanks we'll leave it there and
remember to be fired up for heresy because if it's not heresy, that's heresy. <laughs>